Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Call into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. It is your hideout, your safe place. You don't have to use real name. We're not going to see a face. You can feel free to call in and be whoever you want to be tonight. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's how you get in touch with us. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Uh, the whole crew is here. Matt Albert, uh, Tommy Bateman, Chunks. Our new intern. We'll, we'll introduce him in just a little bit. He already hung up on a caller. Great. He's learning. That's rule one. Mm-hmm. Hang up on everybody. That's what we do here. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. All right, J-Dubs, it is Wednesday night. And uh, we have a lot of stuff to get to, but uh, I don't even know if we can get through the foggy haze. Uh, smoky haze. Mm-hmm. What's going on with this brush fire? Does anybody know anything? Is it still about? burning right now? I guess it's over, what, on 528, like near 528 and 95? Yeah. I was watching porn all day, so I honestly, this is the first I've heard of any type of fire in, in the area. I guess 95 was uh, either severely slowed down or shut down for a while because of this brush fire. I think, I know that there were, I heard it on the Phillips fire, I heard it was, I guess it started this morning. Mm-hmm. And now we'll talk to Local 6 later on this evening, uh, as we usually do with Heard at First in the Hideout about 1030. Either Bob Fryer or uh, Jackie London call into the show, but uh, I didn't realize it was that like big of a deal where it's shutting down major thoroughfares. Well, I mean, if it's right next to the highway and there's smoke going everywhere, you really can't drive through it. I think I saw 19 accidents. Wow, caused by people not being able to see through the smoke. Now, when you are in that situation, I know I've been in like heavy fog situations or heavy rain situations. I, I always best, pull over. I heard the best thing to do is to uh, turn your brights on. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that actually cuts right through it, and you have no problem then. I thought the stronger the light, the easier it went through. I think that's how you do it. I want everybody just whenever they go through anything like that, turn their brights on, but here, and uh, if you get in any trouble, sue Hefe. Uh, the other thing, too, is you got to make sure that your inside light, like your dome light's mm-hmm. on, too. And if that doesn't work, just shut them completely off. I thought it was turn into the skid. Mm. Turn into Mark. the smoke. So, uh-huh. But I don't even know what's going on with this. So I tried to find some stuff online, but I couldn't really get anything. Yeah, there's no real exacts. They were just saying uh, there's a brush fire. It's right around this area. How'd it start? I'm willing to say smoker. Why? I'm willing to throw it out there. You dirty bastards throw your leftovers, your trash, your cigarette butts everywhere. So? I, I ranted, about the, uh, ranted about this about like last week. 
it's a well-known fact. Once you uh, throw it out the window, the uh, the air pressure from you going so fast throws it right out, just like a match. I heard the best thing to do to put out your cigarette is to put it in front of a high beam. Mm-hmm. And that manages to knock it out too. And well, high beams fix everything. AIDS. You just put a put someone with AIDS right in front of a high beam. They should uh, get better. It's like the touch of Jesus right on their shoulder. Same thing with a child molester. You put him in front of a high beam. He's not going to touch a kid. Now you got to make sure you're going 90 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, hey, it's fixed. All right, let's go to, I'm going to say Geo. Ladies first in the hideout in Titusville. What's up, sweetie? Hey, I'm actually on the V-line right now, mm-hmm. and I'm driving home from Orlando. I live in Titusville, and I'm looking at this huge purple cloud, um, and I'm driving right into it. 95 is actually closed uh, between 520, I think, and... And Mims. So, so it's purple. Crazy. It looks. It's, it's a really light blue sky, and then this crazy big purple cloud. All right, maybe it's the ghost of Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Jimmy is back. He's got a little acid in his headband, and he's just playing for us. You just can't hear the music because you're not connected. This is true, and I'm listening to you guys. All right. But they're they're directing traffic all over the place on the B-Line. As a matter of fact, they are leading me off the B-Line right now, and apparently i got to go around. You can't even see. I mean, you can't even see on the B-Line. You can't see down the street. Oh, my. All right. Well, hey, be careful out there, all right, sweetie? <laughs> Thanks, honey. Bye. All right, bye. Wouldn't that be cool if, it, if that's all it was, like, as soon as you went into the smoke? And then once you left, you're out of the smoke. You take off to heaven. Or it's like the Langoliers. Remember that? Yeah, with the uh, with the plane. The plane, and all of a sudden, somehow you've gone back in time. And then those monsters are there trying to eat up the past. What was that... What was the movie or cartoon or something where someone went to heaven in like a in like a car? I can't remember what it was. Heavenly Kid. No. I think it was. Cat in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Cat? Hi there. Um, well I'm actually on the B line driving and staring at the giant smoke plume as well. Let's call and- Jimmy. Let's just call it Jimmy. Jimmy, exactly. I love Jimmy. Um, and what I wanted to say is, I, I know that sometimes they, they spoke of arson about this fire, but I'm from this area, and, like, every couple years there's, like, natural fires occur. They start themselves underground because of the swamp gases out there. What? And, yeah, the swamp gases will, like, build up and, like, ignite themselves, and a fire will start. Now, I have no idea if this is why, you know, it's burning now, but this does happen every couple of years. Uh, does that officially make Florida hell, then? Because I've never yes. heard anything like this before. Yes. But Check it out. The swamp gases. And the problem is, is after the hurricanes a couple years ago, we have all this extra debris to burn. So even if it, you know, it, this area used to burn like every three years. So it's not a big shock, but for you guys that are sort of new to the area, yeah. this is kind of, but I mean, it might have been arson. It might have been a cigarette, but sometimes it does just start on its own. Oh, my. So, hey, thank you for the education, yeah. Kat. I appreciate it. I remember what cartoon it was that uh, the... The guy flew to heaven in a like uh, in a in a Cadillac. It was uh, Garfield when he went in. Uh, like what? Some it, they were they're trying to uh, like uh, sacrifice someone to the volcanoes, and when uh, they sacrificed someone, they went flying out in a car to heaven. Yeah, Matt. I watched Joe versus the volcano today. Is that what that was? Yeah. 
It's a great movie. I was trying to figure out what that movie was. Uh, all right. So I did not realize that here in Florida there is such a thing as spontaneous combustion. Well, you, the... can, you can have sinkholes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's about to be hurricane season. I heard some people are already leaving the Keys. But it's but I'll tell you this. It's 70 degrees on Christmas Day, and I'll tell you, it's worth it. Yes. It is well worth, worth it. When Dubs and I can eat outside at a Hooters on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. I'll deal with the rest of it. Mark and Deltona, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Mark? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, do. Hey, 95 shut down from 50 to 520, and another road 407 shut down back to the B-line. Oh, so. wow. So what is everybody doing, just hanging out? Just hanging out on the highway, man, until you can get off. Wow. Hmm. I think you guys should smoke to pass the time. Just light it up. <laughs> nice marijuana cigarette. That's how Jimmy would have liked it. The purple haze, I guess, is in, in the sky right now. That's what Jimmy's trying to tell you. I don't know why I remember that Garfield and why that, that sparked my uh, into my brain when this ha- when this song came on. Was it in the Was it in this uh, c- cartoon? It, you know, it must have some, sounded something like this. And when he was flying to heaven in his car, it was some kind of rock music. Jimmy's so cool, isn't he? You know, I've I've seen live stuff with him. I've never heard an interview with Jimi Hendrix. You don't have to talk if you're Jimmy Hendrix. No, I guess not. He says it with the guitar. Speaks with the axe. What was this about being high? No, axe. That's what we call you, guitar. No, I'm talking about the uh, song. Oh, I'm sure. Is this about when it rained? It rained, and you look at Matt. <laughs> Sorry. The aura. <laughs> Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Matt just looking confused. Uh, what's going on, Dave? Gentlemen, how you doing? All right. Yeah, I don't know if it was actually cigarette butts or what, but they did say this morning that a 10, a 12, and a 14-year-old kid have been picked up for starting the fire. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they got to be more careful when they put their damn cigarette butts, I think. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're 10. Uh, all right, you, you got to – are you serious? It was three kids started the fire? Three kids, they said, were, uh, were held uh, for, for starting the arson. Wow, I had no idea. You oh, son of a bitch. Oh, come on. All right, thank you, Dave. I hit it too right, right at the same time. Yeah, I, I think this should be, uh, when they go into the courtroom, this should be their defense. Are both of them still playing? No. Uh, sounded like it to me, too. Yeah. I was like, wow, this sounds really off. What a crap production song this was. <laughs> It's all about the rapping. I hate this song, but I can't stop listening to it now. (laughs) Only next to Man Eater is this song great. I always got this song confused with Fine Young Cannibals. What Fine Young Cannibals song? Or that NX drives me crazy. That one NXS song where they just listing off words. Oh, Need You Tonight at the end. Yeah. I used to know the word. I bet if we played it, I may even still know the words to it. Uh. Jimmy the Jew, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hello, it's Jimmy. Free smoke for everyone. 
Look what I provided for you. It's Jimmy. What does that even mean? Free smoke. It's free. <laughs> what is that? Uh, but You shouldn't be worried about it. It's free. Just take it. Go who? look at its great blue glory. It's purple. And who, like, who wants free smoke? Because it's free. Chunks. Not chunks. Chunks, seriously. I don't Where's even... Chunks? Where is he? Corolla. Hello, nice Corolla. If you're going to do a bit, you got to at least have some sort of a joke or... Hey. There has to be a punchline to it. Hey. It's free. Get it? Chunks free smoked ham for everyone. Free smoked ham that for That was everyone. awful. Why would you use that? That's stupid. You're Jewish. You don't even like pork. No, I do. I'm one of the <laughs> contemporary Jews. Hello. Chunks, just hang up. Huh? Just hang up. All right. <laughs> Mike, I'm 192. You're in the hideout. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up? I got a public announcement. Mm -hmm. If you want to get into Orlando, just uh, if you're coming north on 95, just get off on 192, uh, heading towards St. Cloud, and then head uh, go all the way up to uh, Narcuzzi, make a right, and head up north to Orlando. All right, hold on. Let me write this down. Uh, so there's a left of Wacuzzi? Narcusi, Narcusi. Narcusi. Uh, I left there, right? No, right, right. Right, uh, right Narcusi, and head up and head north on Narcusi, and mm -hmm. then you're going to see the 417. 423. Hold on, so 423, right? What was that? 423? No, uh, you're going to have one. Can you just email these to me via Google? Hello? Hmm? You there? Wes and St. Cloud, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Yeah, man. I don't know what that chick was smoking. That's a muck fire. It gets started whenever the uh, swamps get dried out. Oh. It's on fire. All right. You get a brush fire going. All right. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate it. Sarah Napopka, you're in the hideout. Um, yeah, I heard it this morning um, about the Jimmy Cloud yeah. um, on Channel 13 News. Um, basically, they said that at around 3 o'clock this morning that um, the roads were shut down because... Or they were having so many accidents, you couldn't like see 400 feet in front of your face, and that's why they had to shut down the. Um, 400 road. feet. Yep. You, that's what they said. You would think you'd be able to drive with 400 feet of vision. Well, that's what you would think, but when they showed the different accidents on the the news, that they looked pretty bad, and they said that only two minor incidents came out of all the accidents today, which was really surprising when you saw some like, of the accidents. They I were thought, pretty bad. Yeah, I thought I heard it was like 19 or something. Well, it was only it was 19 different accidents, but there was only two people that were injured, injured. with minor injuries. It wasn't anything very serious. And um, the guy that called in about the three kids that they picked up, that was about a different tire. It wasn't about the one that's over there. Oh, boy. All right, so now we're trying to find it out of Florida. Too is. many fires. Yeah, what is it? We need the hurricanes to come here and put out the fires. Well, we need rain, period. <laughs> right. Thank you, Sarah. Appreciate yep. it, sweetie. Bye. All right, we take a break. We come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Up next, it's the hideout. All right, Dub. Speaking of fires, uh, I got a percentage here of teens who say that they admit to setting stuff on fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, pretty high percentage, and I think I'd fall into that. I'm a bit of a pyromaniac. Still? Yeah. You should have grown out of that a while ago, man. I'll explain it next in the hideout. We're already at 104.1.
Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1 for 7916 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. For those of you stuck on 528 or 95, y'all uh, be careful. Mm-hmm. Thank you for hanging out with the Hideout. We will do our best to keep you entertained. Asphalt Surfer, you're next up in the Hideout. What's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. What you got? I completely forgot why I called, but I'd like to do an invitation if you'd like to hear it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Fire. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Cut that bitch off! Next caller! You stupid son of a bitch. 407-916-1041. <laughs> It's Star Wars 401 of your singular wireless. We're doing class. a 1992 f- f- flashback. <laughs> right. Um, all right, Dubs. 25% of teens admit to setting stuff on fire. I got to say, I fall in there. I was a kid, too, I and I, I definitely started fires as a kid. In fact, I'd completely forgotten about it until you mentioned it during the break. Um, back at WJFK when we'd screen phone calls for our buddies Ron and Fez, who mm-hmm. are now on XM202, I would sit back there, and you know the straws that you get to stir coffee? Mm-hmm. I'd, there was a lighter that was always back there, so I'd just light that straw on fire and watch it disappear. Not only that, but we had uh, like different index cards with uh, with numbers on it. You used to burn the corners of uh, the the uh, phone numbers to kind of make it look like a like an old treasure map. I forgot about that. Fire's cool. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot we're not we're not running with the Beavis and Butthead thing. No. Mm. Damn. Can I be Kip? Now, <laughs> did you start fires when you were younger? Actually, the, one of the very first times, and I remember seeing it in a movie. <laughs> I guess movies can't teach you stupid things. Mm-hmm. Where, I forget what movie it is, but I want to say Charlie Sheen was in it, and I don't know why. But the guy would hold his hand over one of his eyes and mm-hmm. then stare into the candle. And he said it helped him do something. So that I was at my cousin's bar mitzvah, and I was really bored, so I started doing that. And then all of a sudden, there were a whole bunch of napkins and, you know, like pamphlets around. And so then I'd go and I'd just start lighting the corners of those things on fire. It happens a lot when I'm drunk. Yeah, I always notice uh, whenever we're, like, driving anywhere or I'm driving you home when you've been drinking or something. I start playing with your lighter. Yeah, you'll find my lighter and you'll start playing with it. So whenever you get in my car, I always make sure I have my lighter in my pocket and that's sitting in my dash. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. I don't want you starting my whole van on fire. I think it'd be a blazing inferno. You guys don't do anything like that? Uh, When I was a kid, um, over at my grandma's trailer. Who calls it the grandma? What? Yeah, I can't call her my grandma? I don't know. I just sent so... I don't know. What do you call your grandma? Walita. I'm not going to call my grandma Walita. Come on. Why you should? Try why? it. Why? And say it right. Don't say Walita. Say Walita. Walita. There you go. So you were over at your Walitas. Mm-hmm. Or if you like better, your abuelas. No, I don't like that at all. Uh, I would take uh, some, some aerosol hairspray and either do Aquanet? a... Aquanet? Yeah. And either do a blowtorch, or I would, you know, write something on the wall with it and start that on fire. 
Is that possible? Yeah, it would. It would. Uh, it would never burn the wall. It would just burn up the uh, the the uh, gases in the or whatever in the uh, hairspray, and it'd leave like a shiny residue of whatever you burned. I had no idea you could do that. With the hairspray my grandma had, it could, but yeah. You know. What kind of hairspray was it? Aquanet. It was Aquanet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Did she also like to tease up her bangs? Well, my grandma had the tight curler thing going, where it's just right, really close to her head, the Betty White. <laughs> the Betty White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's or still... actually, it's the, the Sophia. Oh. Yeah. The chunks? Yeah. She was purposely going for that chunks hair? I, I don't know why. I don't know when you make that leap into having regular long hair, and then you say, screw it, it's all going to be curled up real close to my head. It's the old white woman's version of the the uh, the cornrows. Okay, you're right. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know that you could do that though. So you could spray hairspray and then light it on fire. Mm-hmm. Can we do that in here? No. Can you do it with bug spray? Um, uh, maybe. It, whatever says flammable on it. You know. Anything aerosol. Not anything aerosol. Cheese whiz. All right, all right hold on a second. Cheese whiz will start on fire. Maybe. He's just hungry. Let's test it. You, just want, you just want us to go buy a bottle of free cheese Whiz, don't you? Kind of. I hope it doesn't work. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, look. On this, <sighs> we could take down a hideout sign, and we could just write the hideout in hairspray, and then line it on fire and take a picture of it. What's the worst that could happen? It'd melt. No, no, no. We take the sign down. Oh. And then just do it on the wall. Or we'd ruin uh, Moira's great paint job, because it does leave, like, a residue. But you would only be able to see it with, like, a black light, right? No. Mm. It makes it very shiny, and you can see it if the lights are on in there. You guys never play around with fire? I lit a car on fire once <laughs> when I was in seventh grade. What are you, from Detroit? I wish. Devil's Night. Yeah, Devil's Night out there. What it- were you thinking lighting a car on fire? After you leave a Guar concert. Uh, my, my friend and I went to the beach with his family, and his parents, like, didn't care about him. Mm-hmm. So we were outside in the parking lot with a bunch of matches and, like, sticks and stuff. We started trying to, like, light this car's tire on fire just to see what would happen. And then when his parents finally came out, we, like, stood up and were like, yeah, whatever, let's go. And as we're driving out, we see this this big blaze going oh, on. Oh, Jesus. See, I, I was very careful with fire at our Oops. place because we lived uh, kind of on, like, a farm. And behind it, we had all this hay and everything. So I was smart enough to know that if I started a little one back there, I would start the whole field on fire. All right, are we the only ones that ever do this? 407-916-1041, When I was eight, I tried to light another kid's uh, shirt on fire. But he had it coming. Well, when I was at a concert, well, I was... Oh, hold, hold on, hold on. Before we get to yours. Uh, why? I think he stole something from me, like a pencil box. Some cheese whiz. <laughs> Those things are expensive. I'll have some watermelon. I had all my NBA pencils in there. My favorite Timberwolves pencils. <laughs> what? You didn't have all the NBA pencils? I mean, I guess I did, but I had a mechanical pencil. I had to get up and sharpen it. When I was, uh, I went to a concert, and uh, this guy in front of me was jumping around and bumping into me a lot. And I got really pissed. I was half drunk anyway, so he had a shirt he just bought from the concert hanging on his shoulder. So I lit that on fire. <laughs> what the hell? That's like, I'm venturing to say it's probably pretty illegal, no? I'm sure it is. No, you can't get in trouble for lighting fires. 
I say we light the building on fire, and I guarantee you no one comes. And they're all down at 528 and uh, 95. Dude, what in your mind says, hey, I'm going to light this kid's shirt on fire? He, he wasn't wearing it. Hey. It was hanging over his shoulder, and he was uh, he was jumping around hitting me the whole concert. Rocco and Claremont, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rocco? Hand sanitizer, brother. Light it up. Hand sanitizer? It's just like Sterno. Loaded with alcohol. Oh, my. All right. Wh- <laughs> why did you do it? I uh, kind of do a little special effects on the side, and we just sort of discovered it. All right. What else do you know, then? Not to give anybody any ideas, but... Uh, just try that. You'll be pleasantly surprised. All right. Hand... Nice blue shade. <laughs> oh, whoa. All right. Thank you, Rocco. It is like a Sterno. My goodness. I don't even know what you guys were up to. Ah, oh, so you're still doing it. But I never lit anybody on fire. Hey, I only lit one car on fire. And I just lit a guy's shirt on fire. Nothing wrong with that. I only Schmierno- attempted it. Schmierdoff Iceman, you're in the hideout. Yeah, when I was about four, um, I, I dropped some G.I. Joe's in between my parents' bed and the wall, and I didn't have a flashlight, so I thought it would be cool to get a candle and crawl up under the bed with it. <laughs> Needless to say, I burnt the bed and half the room on fire. Okay, now that's a little different. That was a bit of an accident, I understand. Yeah, you you were looking for something, and yeah. you were using that as actual light as it was intended for, and it just got out of control. And I guess so, you're... I didn't say anything, so I was scared, and I thought it was pretty cool to watch, so I just said that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Smirnoff. Flicking her in the eyes. He didn't say it, but his parents were sleeping in it at the time. I guess he was 65 and they hadn't invented a flashlight. He grew up as a with a single mother. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I think so Kyle sent me a picture of this uh, fire. Pretty bad? Yeah, it's pretty intense. Um, we were talking about... I have this pyromaniac kind of thing. That mm-hmm. I'll slip into usually when I'm drunk. Ironically, my chick has a grill... I never like to light it. Really? Sometimes it won't light up, like when you hit the button, it's mm-hmm. supposed to, propane. Mm-hmm. So you have to keep the gas on, strike the match, and throw the match in. Woof. I always make her do it. You puss. And, well, you know, I got a pretty face. I'll like, uh, I have a, a charcoal grill, and sometimes like it's not burning hot enough for me, so I'll just be standing right over it, spraying the uh, lighter, fluid. lighter fluid right into it. I'll tell you another thing, too, when I was a kid. You know the little, uh, not G.I. Joes, but little army men? Mm-hmm. My cousin and I would always play army men wars mm-hmm. where you would set them up all over the backyard or maybe in your room, usually in the backyard, in West Texas, like in the sand and stuff. And then you get rubber bands and you shoot them down. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, you, you play the game. Well, then we figured out, you know, why shoot them when you could burn them? So we took it to the next level. And it started with those little army guys, the little plastic ones, mm-hmm. then worked into the fake G.I. Joes that you could get at, like, Albertsons mm-hmm. when you were growing up, before they had real toys at the, uh... By the way, do they even still have toy sections in grocery stores anymore? Yeah, they're very small, but yeah. Like, it's like a half a aisle. And then all of a sudden, it was like, wow, our toys can burn. Let's keep lighting them up. Let's see what we did. We took it to another level. Me and a friend would be ten feet apart with all of our army men standing up. We'd have those little blackjack uh, uh, firecrackers, and you'd just be tossing them back and forth at your army men, and the last person with uh, the the person who knocked over all the other ar- army men with the firecrackers won. I didn't even figure that one out. Hey, you're bombing each other. Uh, Ryan, on 434, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Ryan? Yeah, hey, what's 
up, guys? Hey, dude. Uh, I think drinking definitely has got to be a genesis towards all of this, really, because when you're sitting around drinking, you're like, you know what? Okay, I'm almost out of booze, so let's burn some stuff. Yeah, uh, it does. Re- oh, go ahead. Yeah, it reminds me of, like, I was down at UCF, you know, one night, 3 in the morning, you know, doing my laundry with my roommate, listening to Jenna Torturers, mm-hmm. and we're like, we're almost out of 151, right? So 151, that burns pretty cool. Yeah. So we're thinking, you know what? Um, you know these these bounce sheets that are like laying all over the floor. <laughs> you like supposed to like stick in the dryer to make your yeah, oh, yeah. laundry. Yeah, like springtime fresh and you know that kind of ass. But anyway, like if you light those on fire, they smell really good and they can cure a hangover. Okay, now see you're dangerous because mm-hmm. now I'm gonna have to try it on Saturday morning. Usually or Sunday morning because that's laundry day. I bet it'd be a blast. Just lighting those things up, fire, sniffing it. Like, just random fire makes me nervous anymore. What do you think it is? You think it's like a primal thing of, like, all of a sudden you're a caveman, and you're like, oh, wow, look at this. I can't control this. Well, you, you feel superior to anything else when you do it because no other animal on the world can start a fire. You don't know that. Not on purpose, like us. I'm sure a, a chimp could if it really wanted to. Why wouldn't it want to? What, is, what use does it have? Scaring away... Predators? No, a chimp. I'm telling you, a chimp could do a lot. You know who else could probably do it? Hmm. Dolphin. But they're in the water. What are so, they going to do? Put it in their blowhole? They're smart as humans. But they don't have arms. They're like paraplegic babies. Are they Just in water? around. Yeah. How are they going to start a fire in water? It doesn't matter. They're smarter. You don't understand. You're not on their plane. They have a plane, too? Hmm. Dolphin air? Would you rather fly dolphin air or hooters air? Give me the dolphin. Yeah, me too. No, you don't have to tip. They don't know any better. Mm -hmm. I wonder if on Hooters there you could just, like, throw the the chicken bones, like, in the middle of the aisle. Well, I wonder if they serve, like, the the fiery hot ones, or if if people ask for... That the the people will freak out and think they're saying there's a fire on the on the plane. No, you can't serve anything too spicy on a plane. The poop, the poops. You gotta go with like a samurai or a mild. I'm telling you, think about how much how cool that'd be if you're on Hooters there, eating a nice chicken wing, right in the middle of the aisle. Why, why would you be able to do because that? Because then the hot chicks go on combine picking them up later. You gotta bend over. But you don't do that in a normal Hooters restaurant, do you? Hey, look, I think you should. I think it's a way to start separating out Wing House and Hooters. You could throw your chicken bones on the floor. That would appeal to me. Who doesn't ever want to do that? You tell me. I've never thought of it, but now I would actually enjoy it. I'm almost thinking that's the better way to go. Why don't you just knock a beer over? It takes longer to clean up broken glass than be bent over more. No, 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 no. Because you're wasting the beer then. There's something about eating and then just throwing it on the floor. Like when you eat outside. Or, Or going to the bathroom outside. Yeah, you know, when it, when you are able to uh, actually use the bathroom outside, like against a bush, you feel like more of a man. Just yes. like when you are eating outside, and you can just throw your food, your uh, your excess bones wherever you want. I'll tell you one thing I miss about up north, hmm. and that's uh, number one, in the snow. Yeah, and just seeing the steam rise and spelling your name. Remember the big stain that was left around uh, the uh, the. Uh, Trash cans outside of our uh, old place because we'd go in Michigan. Yeah, we would uh, we would walk outside. We'd walk past the bathrooms to go outside to go to the bathroom. And when the, all the snow melted, there was just this 
big oil type stain. It looked like you didn't exactly know what it was we did because we were the ones that made the stain. But uh, people would just be looking at the stain as they're sitting there smoking. It's so funny, too, because he's right. I mean, it would be cold in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And we would literally walk past the bathrooms to go outside. And all of us together, in fact, it was kind of gay. Mm-hmm. It was like a circle J. And we're all standing around. Seeing who can get the distance. Spelling. Hey, come here, look at this. Somebody had the drips. <laughs> dude, in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, dude? Uh, Good. You know what the best thing to burn is? Hmm. You know the can of air? When you turn it upside down, that stuff burns for hours. What is it? The CO2 from the air, like the can of air, when you take it and turn it upside down, and you hurt your friends with it. Like the air duster type thing? Yeah, I set my friend's couch on fire for doing that. Ah, oh, you just a moron. Oh, son of a bitch. I know, they, I know they have, there's like four cans of helium, or one of those flammable gases like right around the corner in the stairwell. <laughs> Don't. Oh, we're not purposely going to try to light stuff on fire because we're not drinking yet. Mm-hmm. Wait till we're drinking. Wait till I'm drunk uh, coming up this Friday for Cinco de Mayo because I can drink. Do you want me to hide one of the tanks for Friday, then? No, bring in hairspray for the wall thing. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, Then we're all going to go outside and go to the bathroom. I say we do it now. You want to? A retention punch, just sitting there. Who do you think can get the furthest? Do you have distance down you today? I got to go. What is Did you do all that to set up cake? You did all that to set up cake. <laughs> Long way to go to set up cake. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next, up next, up next, up next on the hideout. I hate you guys and the musical puns that you do. We're luckily crouched at the starting line, engines thumping and pumping in time. Hey, Chunks, who's this guy? Harold, uh... And Kumar. Oh, Howard. Melamed. Yeah. He's got a problem He's with... He's going to sue the FCC. Yeah. Finally, somebody standing up. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I went to go buy the new Tool album today. Yeah? It's only 10 bucks at Hot Topic. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I also got a Tool CD, too. I mean, uh, not CD, but... Uh, shirt? Shirt. I'm a fan of the band. Bigger support. I know Maynard's uh, tough times. I support it with uh, downloading time. Right. Just sitting there as it mm-hmm. downloads from what? Is it LimeWire or LiveWire? Oh, I, I got it from someone. I don't have it anymore. I don't have any pirating software anymore. Bobby? No. He's like a shadow, isn't he? Ro- <laughs> Roger in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Roger? I'm afraid I was a little pyro at nine. What'd yeah? You, what'd you do? <clears throat> Tried to set my house on fire. For any reason, or just to see it burn? No, no. I, as a matter of fact, I'm kind of like you guys. I was afraid of fire. I was afraid of the paper matches, and I finally learned how to do it. And, you know, lit a candle, and that worked. So I went back to the utility room, had a tube before there, you know, part of the construction. That's I just up. wanted to see if it would burn. Only problem is my dad got me. Oh, man. That was, that, that was not a happy ending. I'm sure not. Ew. Dad got you for a happy ending? Hmm. What are those other stupid things you do as a kid, too? And you look back, and you're like, what the hell was I thinking? I could have died. Yeah, we had uh, we had uh, these uh, Roman candle wars. I, You know, 
I'm not a huge fan of fireworks. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a puss when it comes to them, mainly because I'm ignorant uh, about how they work. Mm-hmm. But you would never catch me with a Roman candle fire war or whatever it is. One blazed right by my face because we had, you, what it is is basically this little tube with these little uh, mortars flying out of them, basically, and uh, you would just stand there shoot them at your friends. Really? Mm-hmm. And we'd have all these other, like, like uh, bottle rockets and everything, we'd shoot at each other. There'd be teams. <laughs> Once you got scared, you uh, you quit, and then whoever was the last one standing. I remember one of the things we did. I talk about it. I've told it on the air before, but this guy, Troy Turley, mm-hmm. he was a smart kid. A very smart kid. Tiny, though. He was on the football team. He's like our version of Rudy. Asian? No. Uh, he and his brother, Mike Turley, mm-hmm. good guys. And they live in a pretty good, pretty good neighborhood. Parents retarded. Actually retarded. Yeah. Mom would go to the football games and cheer Troy on with a cowbell. What's her name? Radio. And would ring the cowbell. And but th- it was great. Was she wearing it around her neck? It was great having slumber parties. <laughs> Honestly, it wouldn't have been surprising. Just so everybody knows if she wakes up and starts walking around. Oh, dude, you knew. And sometimes she just happened to show up at other events too, like baseball games with the cowbell. And we're like, oh, sweet Jesus. Did she have? Did she have remnants of crayons around her mouth? So anyway, hold on, let me tell the story. Okay. So we'd go. It was fun partying, like in middle school, high school. Like, before you could really party, party, mm-hmm. before we were into drinking or anything, to go hang out at the Turleys, because essentially, in the living room, there was nothing. They didn't believe in having furniture. I really don't know how they made any money. But they did. Like, the dad had a pretty good job, I think. Really? At, like, Lockheed Martin or something. I don't know. I think he was, like... Was he a crash test dummy? <laughs> they strap him in and run him into a wall real quick. I think he was like he just laughs and giggles all the time. He was, I think he was super smart, like almost borderline um, Rain Man type. Yeah, and the mom was just I don't know what the hell was going on there. So he he slept with a retarded girl and got her pregnant. No, well, I don't know were, what the hell was going on. Both of them were somewhat mentally challenged, though, right? So anyway, hold on. So we in the living room because there was nothing set up, but set up little fortresses on each side. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do the thing of, you know, throwing things at each other. Mm-hmm. Well, we'd get socks and put, like, matchbox cars in them. Did you ever catch the mom wearing them on her hands? <laughs> then we took it up to the level of putting batteries. Oh, no. In the socks and throwing them at each other. And we're no more, I mean, the living room was about the size of the studio. So probably, like, what, 10, 12 feet apart? Uh, yeah, about 12, 15 you can feet. Whip, you can whip a battery pretty fast at 10 or Oh, feet. yeah. And we, there would be holes in the walls <laughs> because of us throwing batteries at each other. And then it ended up doing a big brawl in the middle of the room. You know, everybody just fighting each other. And and then Miss Turley would come waddling in and be just like... wearing snow boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big flappy underwear. What do you boys want for dinner? <laughs> While she's in there boiling a shoe. <laughs> you know what she kind of looked like? A little bit. She looked like a Simpsons character. <laughs> Four fingers. Barney. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, 
comic book guy. She looked like comic book guy. Even to the point where, like, her shirt wouldn't fit all the way, so it kind of stay, it, like, would... Worst retard ever. So, the father never felt guilty about getting this retarded chick pregnant? He was mentally challenged, too. But I thought he it wasn't was... all there, man. Something wasn't right. So, it was like a retard couple? Yes. Wow. With normal kids. And not just normal kids, like, Troy was really, really smart. And his brother was good at, like, TV. He was, like, in the... You know, TV class and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just a really weird... She'd come around with that damn cowbell, dude. <laughs> and it was just like the weirdest thing ever. And what was funny is that no one really made fun of Troy about it because he was so cool. And we all grew up with him, and it was fun going to his place because we could get away with murder. That's when we'd leave after we'd be breaking like the mm-hmm. walls with the Duracell batteries, the D batteries, <laughs> throwing them at each other. Going, you're using gas tanks as urinals, and then, like, toilet papering and doing all that kind of stuff. Did the mom think those were portals to another world? <laughs> it's, a hideout. <laughs> it's a hideout. It's a hideout, Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout, it's Road Radio 104.1, Family Guy in the FCC song. Uh, now, he's not suing the FCC on a behalf of radio. No. He's got a different problem with the FCC. Uh, the CEO of Cell Antenna, uh, Howard uh, Malamed. Welcome into the hideout on Royal Radio. Howard, uh, is it, it's Harold. Is it Harold or Howard? You got Howard. It's Howard Howard. Yeah. All right, Howard. Sorry about that. Hey, uh, fix that, uh, Matt. Thank you. Um, all right, so why are you suing the FCC? Only a, only a small, uh, small matter, and it's a matter of the fact that... Uh, they don't allow uh, the bomb squads from using jamming equipment in order to prevent uh, improvised explosive devices from going off. So they are uh, they're forbidding people from uh, jamming cell phone lines so a uh, cell phone would, could be used for uh, setting off a bomb. Well, not only cell phones, uh, any remote-controlled device, such as uh, cars, remote-controlled cars, uh, even uh, garage door openers, including uh, key locks on, on vehicles as well. I mean, they, uh, they, there's a ban on the ability for local police and state police uh, from using anything that would interfere with communication. And, and this goes back to a 1934 Communications Act passed by Congress. Those, in those days where there was no such thing as al-Qaeda, cellular phones, or remote-controlled explosive devices that said that only the federal government is allowed to use jamming equipment. And our FCC right now is upholding this. They're actually enforcing it 100% to the detriment, of course, of, uh, of the citizens and, of course, even bomb squad personnel, which are putting themselves in danger so because they don't have these things. What's going on? The times have changed, but the FCC hasn't in the stance. Right, exactly. Bureaucracy at its best. I mean, all they have to do right now is just say, Howard, you're right, and uh, which they're going to have to do. I, I think that this is an issue that I'm having a problem with. Uh, I don't understand what their defense of this thing is going to be. So, you mean our bomb squad is not allowed to have a piece of jamming device to stop a bomb from going off? <laughs> so, I, I, I really have a problem trying to get a handle on what their defense is going to be against our lawsuit. Say, so, uh, someone out here uh, supports this and wants to uh, help you see it through. What can they do? Well, the best thing they can do is contact their uh, the senator, basically, in the, in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. which is my home state. We have Senator Nelson, Senator Martinez, and, uh, of I course, like the Nelson. local congressman. And uh, I have to tell you that all they really have to do is just get in touch with these guys and tell them to pay attention to a lawsuit that we launched in the U.S. District Court in, in Miami 
um, basically that there's a constitutional challenge against the FCC saying they really have no right to uh, take this type of position. They're, they should not be involved in anything that has to do with weapons against terrorism. Right. And uh, if they can make their view heard, uh, then uh, I believe that, you know, eventually people listen. But we are dealing with bureaucracy at its best. All right, Howard uh, Molloman here in the High Down Road Radio 104.1, CEO of uh, Cell Antenna. So, all right, let, let me get this straight, see if I can decipher it. So, the, the government uh, is not allowing uh, various agencies within the government, uh, maybe local uh, police officers and things like this, they're not allowing them to use the cell cell phone jamming aren't churches and some and some even um movie theaters using this kind of equipment already where they can jam cell phones well they're not allowed to um and and we're we're completely against by the way uh the public using jamming equipment because it can also be used in a bad way Mm -hmm. meaning you know stopping uh, legitimate people from making emergency calls for instance or even interfering with the police radios what we are for, however, is for the, the people that we allow to carry bullets and guns, which is our police departments, to carry a weapon called jamming. I mean, if we trust them with bullets, certainly we can t- trust them with a piece of jamming equipment. What do you think they're, why are they doing this? So, well, uh, unfortunately, when it comes to bureaucracy, what we find is that even though a law may be completely stupid, uh, they, they feel that they must enforce it because the law is on the books. And, and that would be similar to a policeman stopping, let's say, a speeder traveling one mile over the speed limit. Uh, the, the ridiculous part of it is that in 19, there is the 1934 Communications Act, but there's also the Homeland Security Act of 2002, which, which basically states that local, uh, local police and state police, and there was local uh, and state law enforcement, are allowed to have weapons that would mitigate, which mm-hmm. means, you know, prevent terrorism activities and uh, mitigate any damages, any lives that may have been lost or may be lost due to terrorism. Now, the number one cause of terrorist activities right now, if you take a look in Iraq, are improvised explosive devices. And if you look at the bombings that have been happening around the world, they all have been remote control. Here in the U.S., the only people that can protect ourselves against this right now are the federal government and their agencies, but not the first responders, not the bomb squad, for instance, in Orlando, or here in the, I'm in the Broward area, in the Broward bomb squad. They can't have a piece of this equipment. So, say something happens and the first people on the scene would have to wait for the federal government, which could take hours. FEMA. Yeah, <laughs> okay, days. The four-letter word here, FEMA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the, the reason that we're empowering first responders is because they're there between four to six minutes. I mean, that is what we're talking about. We're talking about common sense. Now, let me give you a, a terrible scenario. You have a stadium where somebody sees a package with an antenna sticking out, and they're a little worried and concerned about it. And if there's nothing to that package, then there's no problem. Simply a radio or something. But what if it was a remote control bomb? Well, the person calls the local police. The local police show up. They try to evacuate the stadium. During the evacuation, a terrorist sets off the bomb and kills several hundred people while we wait for FEMA or FBI or whatever to show up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. I'm not buying that. I hate the use of scare scenarios. I mean, I'm on your side to an extent, but I don't like the use of scare scenarios. I mean, like any other time, you'd call in the bomb squad, and the bomb squad would handle it as if it were anything else. Absolutely. And what you want to do is you want to think into the future. And unfortunately, I don't have to give you a scary scenario that may occur. This has occurred. This is not something that's not going to happen in the United States. I'm not trying to scare you. 
but look around. I mean, you know, we have to have a reality check and all these type of things. Now, Howard, uh, do you think that it could get to a level, though, where any kind of bomb threat, they start knocking out full blocks of, uh, of uh, communication equipment every time when even it, there's no uh, real thought that it could be a remote control type thing? Well, absolutely not. In other words, uh, most of the jamming equipment used today has to, basically jams based on the principles of the device they're jamming. And that's receiving a, a signal that's very, very low. It's, it's roughly 1,000 times less than a regular cell phone signal. And in no way does the jamming device knock out a tower. It only prevents downlink signals. Now, yes, remote control cars and remote control devices, you might have a problem running your little remote control car down the neighborhood. Damn it. But when it comes to cell phones, the only thing that's stopped is the bomb itself. Everything else proceeds normally. All right, well, there he is, Howard Malamed here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1, suing the FCC because of the uh, phone jamming laws, cell phone jamming laws. What does Cell Antenna have to do with this? I mean, you're the CEO. I mean, are you benefiting from this in any way? Well, we do sell jamming equipment. However, we're not the num- this is not our number uh. one product. We actually uh, repair and fix cellular signals inside buildings. That's our majority, but we do what they call building repeater systems. And the jamming part of it only came to being because of some calls from uh, from the government officials and the federal government that kept buying it from us. And then we turned around and, and we had a, a letter of inquiry from our friends at the FCC, and basically they wanted to know if we were selling it to local government. At that time we weren't selling to local government, we still aren't because of the law. And then I asked the question, why is that? And found out that in fact there's a law against, a prohibition against selling it to the local bomb squads. So believe me, on our, on our case, this is more of a, of a personal nature. I would love to see them come off this issue. There are a lot more companies out there that are going to make more money than we are on jamming equipment. Okay, though, but this will hurt your business if, if, it, you know, if, the, if the law holds up. Absolutely not. Our business has nothing basically right now. This is a small part of our business. The majority of it is providing antennas, adapters, boosters to regular cell phone customers. In, in fact, enhancing the signal rather than removing it. So, so this has nothing at all to do with our local business or how our business works across the, across the U.S. So this is, an, and it's an interesting issue because it could only be better, put it that way. This can only be a better thing for both our business and, of course, the community if we can have these type of things basically legalized for our local police departments. All right, there he is, uh, Howard Malamet. Thank you for coming in the hideout, though. My pleasure. Appreciate it. That kind of... Ruins the legitimacy of it. Yeah. Uh, Once you hear someone's going to be making some kind of money off of it, any money, I hate even the, a nickel. I hate the scare scenarios. I was just like President Bush with uh, the whole thing of invading Iraq and the mushroom cloud. Mm-hmm. I said it. I don't know. I guess after the London bombings, pretty soon it's going to get to the point where you're not going to be able to take your cell phone onto a train. Or a mass transit thing anymore? You have to leave it on, like, you know, I don't know, you know how they'll end up doing it. It's going to get to a ridiculous level. All again for the illusion of safety. I'm not understanding the issue, though. I'm not seeing where it's that big a problem. The people who really want to cause damage will be able to do it. I mean, it, I don't believe that there's nothing we can do to try to keep ourselves safe, but there are... It has to be limits, and it, you can't get around everything. So, you know, try to work with what we got and, you know, work with the uh, the um, the threats we know and tr- stop trying to kind of limit everything so we can stop the future threats. 
You aren't going to you aren't going to get anywhere by just taking away everything from everybody. It just seems like an illusion of safety. I don't know. And it just seems like this guy, while that may not be where he's making a lot of his money, maybe there was a chance of hey, this was somewhere looking toward the future. You know, I think he said we were gonna we were we were gonna try to sell, and then we found out we couldn't. Well, he, the FCC inquired if he was selling, and right. they said they weren't. And but they wondered why they couldn't if they wanted to. And the thing is, also, and this is one thing that I've always had a problem with, even if you aren't making money off of it and you're getting your name out there and your business out there, because we got an email uh, about this guy, and that's why we booked him. And in the email, it made sure to tell us what business he was a part of. Yeah. Instead of just saying, hey, I'm for this issue, this is what I'm going for, I, I also uh, am the uh, CEO of this. Right. It just, it, it, that really is the big thing. You. You scare people into believing something or needing something so that they can buy it. I don't like that, Dubs. I don't like the I would like some jamming equipment, though. No, that's the thing, though. You I down call f- the strap on. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. It's the hideout. Stay tuned. Listening to the hideout. I was about to get into a serious discussion. Oh, really? I'm sorry. My bad. Uh... 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. All right, Dubs, you know what? I'm going to do something real fast. Uh, Flight 93, United 93 was the number one movie Monday at the box office. I want to go over the top summer movies with you next. Take a little bet. Hey, look at that. It's Wednesday night in the hideout. We're already at 104.1. It sure the hell is. My goodness. Lordy Lord. How are you tonight? Not bad. Uh, if you want to hop in. 407-916-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Anyone see uh, United 93 yet? Have not checked that out yet. Really want to. It wasn't number one over the weekend, but I guess on Monday it did pretty good business. Wow. I thought for sure it would be uh, number one over the weekend. I'm going to go to the movies tomorrow, I've decided. Yeah? What are you going to go see? I can't decide if I want to see that or Thank You for Smoking. I think I'm going to go see Thank You for Smoking. Yeah. United 93 is intriguing, but I don't know yeah, if I want to feed into it yet. I think I might just wait for it to come on pay-per-view. I wonder if people saw it yet, though. It didn't do as well as people thought it would. I guess a lot of... Well, there's a, it's a very mixed uh, reaction on it. And a lot of times when it's like that, people will just go even or against it to check it out to see what it's all about. But in this case, people are very passionate. You know, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist anyway. Mm-hmm. And the whole... I don't know. That one seems to be the weirdest one to me because of the lack of uh, wreckage. But well, uh, World Trade Center will come out what this summer? This summer, the Oliver Stone flick. Yeah, with uh, with Nick Cage. All right, let's do this. Let's do, no. Let's do a little bet. Money. That's it. Just money. No stunt. On what the line. money? No, I, I meant no to Nick Cage. <laughs> oh. Uh, little money on the line. Everybody throws in ten bucks. What? You have time? To, y'all have to the end of the summer to save up. No, I don't. And whoever whoever picks the movie that is closest to being the summer blockbuster will end up winning. 
the pot. So here are the ones that are out there, Dubs. Okay. I got this according to uh, Rolling Stone. They had like a top 12 of what are going to be the good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cars, the Pixar movie. That's probably going to do well. That's their number one. I think that one would do really well, too. Mm-hmm. Was that about Rick Ocasek? No. The, the only thing is, I think there's like three Pixars coming out this summer. I don't know if uh, that's going to Here's the thing, though. Here's what drag Car- it down. Here's what Cars has going for it. First of all, it's Pixar. Yep. Secondly, the NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll have NASCAR dads wanting to take their kids to see this movie. And don't they already have, like, some of the fast food places on the uh, on the payroll with oh, it? I didn't even think about that, like the cars that you're actually getting the Happy Meals and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. I can't see that one. I mean, I guess it'll do well, but... I didn't think the last one would do as well as it did. I don't know if that one is a... I think it'll be top ten, but I don't think it'll make it into the top five. I'd say that'd be number eight. All right, number three is World Trade Center. Will you see that one? That one is the movie from Oliver Stone, kind of surrounding. Mm-hmm. And I guess he, uh, from the, what I, well, it surrounds the two guys that they found alive. Yeah, I guess two it's, firefighters. I guess it's not going to be a conspiracy type one like uh, his JFK and everything. He'll save that one for a few years from now. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's time to cash in on 9/11. EJ from the U in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, EJ? Yeah, probably the two top movies are going to be the comic book movies that come out this year: X Men Three and Superman Returns. All right, Superman Returns was seven on here, and X Men was ten or X Men. I think both would do really well. Mm-hmm. I still don't see him toppling like a Cars. Ooh, I think so. Cars is not going to be good. It's Larry the Cable Guy is one of the Cars. All right, well, then automatically it's a winner. No. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. Thank you, EJ. No problem. Bye. 407-916-1041, I think the Hulk, I mean, I think uh, Superman will be like the Hulk, and we'll just peter out. A lot of hype, but nothing really good. No, well, it's no, Superman. It's different than the it's Hulk. It's Superman, and they got Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor. I think that's a good one. Spacey's good. Mm-hmm. He'd make you, good Luther. What do you yeah. think about like a Mission Impossible three? I guess that opens this weekend. That will do well. A lot How? of people. A lot just, of pe- a lot of people are in the Mission Impossible movies. I'm not. I haven't seen one of them yet, but it will do well. Miami Vice are thrown in there. Ugh. Who's in that? Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx. Is he in oh, every I movie hate now Colin or Farrell something? Now. Remember Who, Jamie Foxx? Yes. Do you remember when we went and saw SWAT in the theaters? I thought it was great. What are you talking about? I, wa- I watch it every time it's on like HBO. Do you remember when we were there and they like they had the uh, all the different Japanese and American gangs and everything jumping out at like the SWAT team? <laughs> yeah. It was just so hack. It was the worst thing ever. All right, sure, it was no phone booth. <laughs> phone booth I actually enjoyed, kind of. I sat and watched that, and the best thing about it, it wasn't but five minutes over an hour. It was the, a very short movie. The M. Night, uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie, Lady in the Water, they say will probably do pretty decently. We are all the Lady in the Water. Glitch at Lake Buena Vista here in the hideout on Road Radio. Talking uh, some of the big summer movies. What do you got? I'm just saying, watch it, fellas. In this area, uh, Pixar is owned by Disney, and so is Pirates of the Caribbean, and they're planning some huge media stuff out here. They're going to redo the ride and everything. So I think uh, Cars is going to be a hit. Yeah, and I say uh, I... 
even though it is a uh, a sequel, and sequels usually don't do that well, Pirates of the Caribbean will be a big movie. And on Rolling... Well, catching all with all the women, so they're all walking around in their Captain Jack shirts. So yeah, that's the thing. They, uh, got, they got star power. That's what my power. girlfriend calls me. Right. They got star power, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of Disney. I'll fight Mickey right now. You big-eared bastard. What for ten? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Uh, dubs also the Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code, since it's been such a big book, it will do very well. I say top five. I, I got homework. I got to read this book. You know, I, I've been thinking about it. I have to read the book. Screw it. I'm just going to go see the movie. Be surprised. Yeah, part of it, too, is go see the movie and then reading the book. It'll make it easier because then you can kind of have faces to go with the character names and everything. Mm-hmm. Did you watch 60 Minutes over the weekend? Uh, very little bit of it. I watched the Colbert Report part. Yeah, I did, too. But then I went back and watched the rest of it. And I guess on 60 Minutes, they essentially proved that the whole Da Vinci Code thing mm-hmm. is completely false and just almost ruined the whole idea of it. That that whole secret society isn't real. No. And it, and it was a scam. It, it wasn't was, a scam. It, it was, was a hoax. It was purposely a uh, fake movie. Oh, no, no, no. It was a hoax, though. Like, the whole, like, thing. Like, a couple of French guys came up with it. Just as a, a bit. As a skit. What, you thought the Da Vinci Code was real? Well, no, I mean, I knew it wasn't real, but he said that that little... What's the name of it? Uh, the name of the group in the Da Vinci Code? The Secret Society. Not sure. It's 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 like P.S. It's like something. P.S. is the name of it. And the beginning of the Da Vinci Code starts out as the, you know this is fact. It's an actual thing. Hmm. But then Ed Bradley goes through and says, "No, it wasn't. It's a couple of French guys made it up. It's not even real." I don't believe Ed Bradley. Hmm. Why? Just don't trust him. Why is that? I don't know. Just a feeling I got. Skin color? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see some of the other movies. Monster House, they say, could give Cars a run for its money. Um, nothing else really as far as blockbusters go. Wasn't there another Pixar or uh, DreamWorks animation in there? Monster House. I thought there was one more that they were no, talking about. Maybe the, not. The Ant Bully. <laughs> no. Right, how about any of these? I mean, I don't know if they have a chance. My super ex-girlfriend or the breakup? No. I don't see those being biggest. Now, what about... Here's some of the funny ones. I don't know if they'll be top getters, but Nacho Libre with Jack Black. What's that? He, I guess, is like a priest or something who works... Uh, he's trying to get money for children, mm-hmm. so he becomes a Mexican wrestler. Uh, wrestler. <laughs> That might be good. That might be funny. I don't know if it's going to bring in a lot of money. And then there's also the one, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby with Will Ferrell. Ah, that'll be funny. <laughs> so, I, but again, I don't think, it'll be like Anchorman, it'll be a hit, but it's not going to be a top summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. All right, did you know this? Clerks 2. Yes, Clerks 2 will be out this summer. And The Inconvenient Truth will be out May 26th. What one's that one? It's a... Uh, Essentially kind of a documentary, a, a, a bit of a multimedia slideshow uh, about the environment with Al Gore. They say, though, it's a very, very good movie. No, they say it's like a thriller. It it's plays Al like Gore, a thriller. Though. 
It is him giving speeches <laughs> and presentations. I hope it comes to Orlando. Chris in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, Hefe. Hey. you got to read uh, Da Vinci Code before you see the movie. It's a, it's a quick read. It's, you know, if you're into the religious conspiracy type of thing, it's a quick read. It's a good book. I'm backlogged on two books right now, though. All right, so I got All right, well, then you know what? I may go home tonight, dude, and start reading that one then. It's a quick read. Trust me. It's a good book. I appreciate it, man. I just started a new book today, The Smartest Men in the Room, uh, all on uh, the Enron. Uh, Mark Cuban made a documentary on that. Oh, did he? Yeah. I actually wanted to go see it over at the Enzion. Then I'll, you know, it was there one weekend. I'm figuring I'll go watch it next weekend. God. I'll uh, hand it over to you once I'm done with it. All right, Brad has one that he thinks will be a big blockbuster hit during the summer. What's that one, Brad? Um, the movie with Kane. It's supposed to be a gory horror flick. All right, Kane the wrestler. Yes. Isn't it called it. See No Evil or Hear No Evil? I think it's it's either See or Hear No Evil, one of those yeah, two. Yeah, that's it. And it's supposed to be banned in a few states or so. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. Oh, right, well, then it's not going to be able to be a top This one. match should be banned. <laughs> yeah, they never had a Gord movie as a top moneymaker, have they? I don't know. What about, like, Scream? Like, the original Scream. Didn't... Scream did big uh, numbers. I think that one actually did very, very well. But I don't know if it was uh, one of the very top getters. Thank you, Brad. All right, I got this from K-Mike. Very smart K-Mike is. Priority of Scion. What's that? That's the name, the P.S. of oh. Da Vinci Code that Ed Bradley said proved to be a fraud on 60 Minutes over the weekend. Well, I couldn't even wait until after the movie. Yeah, well, give us a little uh, fun there. Or at least for me to read the book. <laughs> Cal in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Cal? It just came out. <laughs> Yeah, I think that the biggest movie is going to be one that grown-ups can see as well as kids, so I think your biggest bet is going to be the Pirates of the Caribbean. All right, Pirates of the Caribbean. All right, Cal, I'm going to go on you. If I can get one of the top two picks, let's say I get the number one pick here in a second. Do I go with Pirates or do I go with Cars? Pirates, definitely. All right, mm-hmm. he says Pirates. Thank you, Cal. I've got mine. I hope, uh, hope it's not gone by the time I get to it. Give me a little hint. No. Did I mention it already? Yeah. Lashik in Castleberry. What's up, Lashik? Hey, hey. Uh, what about snakes on a plane? Oh, <laughs> that looks awful. They say it's going to be so bad that it could do well. I guess it's Samuel Jackson. And, um, hold on. I have it right here. Oh, man, where'd it go? I guess it's Samuel Jackson. And he is fighting snakes who have taken over an airplane. What? And flying it. Isn't that Are it? you kidding me? Isn't that basically it, Lashik? Yeah. Uh, but if it has uh, Samuel L. Jackson in it, it has to be a hit. No, it doesn't. Only if he's reciting uh, parts of the Bible. <laughs> then it's going to be a hit. That sounds terrible. How would a snake take over a plane? Gotta watch the movie. I can see how convicts would take over a plane. Stop. Then we're not even going there. Con Air. Marietta Mangler. <laughs> Swamp thing. Tony in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Tony? Hey, what's up? I went and seen the film, the 93 film. Yeah, what'd you think? Like, uh, it kind of sucked, but when I walked in, they told me the, that the plane crashed at the end. Kind of blew it for, for me. <laughs> oh, you're such an ass. Kind of anticlimactic, I guess. Too soon to make the jokes. You can make that one about Titanic. You can make it about the movie, I say. 
It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Wednesday night. All right, you want to go ahead and start drawing? Dubs, you want to go ahead and start drawing for uh, who has what pick order? As we're going to pick the uh, top summer movie. Only get one choice. And I'd say there are five movies that decently have uh, a chance at winning it. Yeah, no matter what, whoever picks, uh, if you have the, if you know what you're doing here, you have a shot. All right, Chunks, you want to come draw first? Just because you happen to be in the room for me? All right, just pick one. Chunks can draw for me, too, if he wants to. All right, Chunks, you get the pick position of? Fifth. Fifth. <laughs> That's Chunks' luck for you. Chunks, stay over there and draw for me. Do you boys want to come in and draw for yourself? Matt, Tommy? Yes. All right, come on in, Matt. Dubs? Yes, me. Dubs. Four. Four. Damn you and your chunks luck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. How do you pick five and then four? I'm going to say chunks what? pull for me. What in God's name is your problem? I only get one, Matt. Christ. It's not like it's chicken nuggets on a Friday night. Three. <laughs> how, is, how is it just working backwards like this? Tommy? Chunks, pull for it. You got two or one, so you're in good shape. I've been working out. Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how big is number one pick? Who do you got, Hefe? Uh, Hold on. I'm writing down Bateman. One. Uh, I said it whenever I very first saw the preview for it. Hmm. I said that one is going to be a hit. I am going. Am I three? With cars. Cars. All right. The cars picks, is off the, the table. Pixar flick. This is again for uh, I guess it's fifty bucks mm-hmm. at the end of the summer. Now, when do we decide? Let's make that. Do we go end of the summer? Or do we go when when all summer blockbusters have, or all these movies that are picked, these five movies have gone through their run, and we know how much they've made. So say uh, all of them are done by the middle of summer, and they've had their run, and they're off of the theaters, then we'll uh, we'll announce the winner. Is that fair? Yeah. Do you just want to go to the first day of um, of fall? No, because I think that all of them should have the equal amount of time. No, they will. They will. But once all of them are out of theaters, once okay. we make sure that they are have uh, topped out. I, I like that. Okay. Tommy Bateman, you draft with number two. Do you want me to read off some of them? Yes. Okay. Uh, some of them you can go with include Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, World Trade Center, Miami Vice, Lady in the Water, The Da Vinci Code, Superman Returns, Mission Impossible 3, X-Man Last Stand, um, The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, What was that? My Super Ex-Girlfriend, The Breakup. What do you got, Tommy? For the number two pick. I hate this. This is hard. I almost wish that I would get a lower pick (laughs) just so it would be easier to choose. Well, why don't you go with what they're going to (sighs) do? I'm stuck between X-Men and Da Vinci Code. I'm going to say Da Vinci Code. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, Worst pick, pick ever. Damn it! Good pick. All right, Da Vinci Code. I was fighting between that one and another one. 
Is that the one you had written down? One of them. The thing about the Da Vinci Code, I think it'll do really well, but it's not going to get that church audience because they mm-hmm. hate it. They hate the they hate the idea of Jesus having a wife. I hope they go see it just so they can walk out as long as they pay for it. Right. No, that's a good point. I dare them. All right. Uh, Matt is up now. Matthew Albert. I choose Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. All right. Matt's going with Pirates. Sounds like a scat film. <laughs> the, the, the Dead Man's Chest thing does sound a little odd. Yeah. I know it's not yeah, I know that it's kind a of... treasure chest, but it's uh, it just seems like, you know, what it sounds like you're talking about a torso. It's no one eyed willy, Mm-mm. I'll tell you that. <laughs> the rich stuff. Dubs, what's your pick? Superman. I think that'll uh, bring in the kids and uh, the older hardcores. I mean, Batman was Batman Returns was a great movie, but Bat, uh, Batman is no but it, Superman. But it didn't do that well. Oh, sure, I think Batman and Superman are on an equal playing no, field. No, Superman is the superhero, and people have been waiting for a new Superman for so long. Chunks, what are you gonna go with? Oh, jeez, man. Um, does it does it even really matter at this point? I think you go either X three or World Trade Center. Do the Snake movie. Yeah, You're not going to go World Trade Center? No, they're making a movie about that. <laughs> I hate you. How about Miami Vice? You know, that's not really a bad one. I guess um, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I'm pretty much fifth anyway, so we'll go with... <laughs> Bo Derek movie. That'd be nice. <laughs> it wouldn't. Ten. She's a 10. X-Men or Impossible, Missing Impossible 3? Oh, God! <laughs> what is that? Uh, <laughs> geez, the pressure is crazy. Time. Miss World oh. 3, 2, uh, X, uh, Snakes. Uh, we're gonna, World Trade Center. <laughs> what? You didn't even know they were making a movie about it until 15 seconds ago. All right. That's all. Does it really matter? Yes. Anyway. Any of these, I think that movie has a shot. Yeah, I have to go watch The Da Vinci Code now. <laughs> and support it? And you won't go see any of these other movies because it'll feed into I used to know, love, someone beating you by ten bucks. I used to love going to the movies. I hate it now. Why? I don't know. It's just because like, once I get there, I'm like, I don't know if I really want to see any of these. I'd rather just wait for it to come out on video. You know, I'm like that a lot of times where when I go there and I don't know what I'm going to see yet. Where I'm like, ah. Or, like, I'll be like, I want to go out and do something. Let's go see a movie. And then I look online. I'm like, none of this really interests me very much. There's a, key, a few good ones, though, that I wouldn't mind seeing this summer. Well, like, even the ones I want to see, I'm like, you know, I don't really feel like going Sitting out in there the in, case it's, in case it sucks. So what would, uh, like, uh, for the rest of us, other than Hefe, what would everyone have picked if they had better choices? I was in between Da Vinci Code or uh, Superman. Cars I know is going to do really well, but... It worries me with all the cartoons coming out this summer. Mm. I think it's just like the Hot Out Hottie Fantasy Draft. It's me and Matt. Either cars or pirates. Randy in Daytona Beach here in the hideout. What's up, Randy? Hey, what's up, brother? Hey, dude. Hey, have you guys mentioned even talked about Over the Hedge? Um. Yeah, I brought it up at the end there. That's uh, that's the one that uh, DreamWorks is putting out, right? Yeah, out of all your cartoon ones or whatever, family ones. That one's gonna blow them all away. Over, over the hedge will do well because it's the first one. It's coming out like what next week? 
Yeah, it's got Bruce Willis, Wanda Sykes, I mean, uh, Captain Kirk, mm -hmm. everybody, man. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I think cars will do just really insanely well. Thank you, Randy. Yep, yep. You should have picked that one, Chunks, over the hedge instead of World Trade Center. What uh, What happens if a film that we didn't pick like ends up winning? Well, it's the next highest. Yeah, we whoever picks the highest one. Minute too late, man. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Minute Too Late, man? What's up, guys? Hey, dude. Hey, Chunks, pick uh, World Trade Center. You're a minute, minute too, too oh. late, man. man. Thanks for the help. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hey, let's get an update on the brush fire and traffic and everything on 528.95 if we can get one. Maybe if you guys are out there. It has to be a nightmare if it's still going on. All right, somebody actually loony sent me this on MySpace saying Superman was a very strong choice. Mm-hmm. I tell you, it's like one of those uh, those George Lucas type things where people are going to go that are hardcore about it over and over again, and a lot of people who are just mildly into it will take their kids to see it. I'm banking on the Cars thing because of Finding Nemo and just the insane success. To couple that with NASCAR, it's not a bad pick at all. I I just worry just because of how many are coming out. It's always a safe bit for children, man. Always. I gotta tell you about me going to the doctor's office. I'll save that for a couple minutes. We have more time. Because, Dubs, you're gonna get so skeeved out. And I got really bad news. Something I was not looking forward to. I've got a medical condition today, too. What's that? Big zit in my nose. It's killing me. It's like my, my lip is puffed up because of it. Touch it. Oh. You want me to pop it? I got a couple chopsticks. Ooh, that would help. My girlfriend would kill me. She told me not to pop it. She knows someone who got infected because uh, they popped his it in their nose. Man or woman? I think a chick. Oh, well, come on. They're always getting infections. True. Yeast. Looks like coffee grounds. Ooh. I'm going to tell you right now... I. I all right, so I go to the doctor today, mm -hmm. just real fast. Way to hold out. <laughs> I know. Well, there are a couple things I want to get into, but we we have to break because I got to stay on time. So four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. So I go to the doctor mm -hmm. today, J Dubs, and it's just supposed to be a routine physical. It's a hideout road radio one zero four point one. Jeremy on 520 here in the hideout of Road Radio 104.1. What's going on, Jeremy? Hey, what's happening, guys? You got an update on the brush fire? Yeah, I actually just came that way, coming down the B-line, heading uh, east, going home from Orlando. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, I don't see any smoke or anything, but they diverted everybody off to hit off uh, 520. So all right. I'm heading through Coco now to go all the way around. Oh, wow. It wasn't nearly as bad as uh, this morning. It was really bad. Okay. They diverted. They diverted everybody this morning at 5:24. How bad's traffic over there, Jeremy? Not too bad at all. All right, so it's flowing a little bit easier. It is nine o'clock. I just wanted to get a quick update. Hey, appreciate it, my friend. Not a problem. Hey, give him a prize. Hold on, Jeremy. I'll give you a prize for calling in and helping out. Did Chunks just poke himself in the eye? Yes. What were you doing, dumbass? Well, I'm trying to get an update on the brush fire. I threw something at the ceiling. I threw this little <laughs> magnet at the ceiling, and I guess like a little piece of it fell out and hit me in the eye. Piece of the ceiling? Yeah. The asbestos? Is it? You're going to die now, dude. That's no good, man. You can't. 
die from asbestos in the eye, especially. That's the one place you're not supposed to get it. Why do you think they're always wearing goggles? So, I mean, like they have. It's, it's like in so- 28 days later, when the blood drips in the eyes, you're gonna be a zombie in like two hours. Isn't that stuff supposed to be like contained in a safe or something? What? You're not allowed to have it as a ceiling. Uh, you know what? Right? Shut up. Shut up already. I got enough issues. Quiet one eye. <clears throat> one eye, Willie. The rich stuff. So, Dubs, you know I've having, been having some medical issues. Yeah. You're falling apart. Yeah, really, it's happening. So I go to the uh, doctor mm-hmm. this afternoon. First of all, I'm incredibly depressed. Why? Put on 20 pounds since October. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, my. Because I guess he had my weight from October, and then he told me my weight today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Christ almighty. I knew I was going to gain weight with this stupid calf. But I, you weren't thinking 20 pounds. Well, it's not since October. I bet I put on 10 from, like, October to f- February, and the last 10 has been from February to now. Damn. I know. I was so close to reaching my goal. But anyway, it just means I'm back. I'm working out again. Like, I'm on the bike, able to do some cardio now. You aren't able to uh, get on the treadmill yet, though. No, but I'm on a bike, so I'm feeling pretty good about How that. How long till you're, uh, you'll be able to use your leg 100%? I think about another month. Okay. I'm taking it slow. I'm getting, you know, I'm doing ice and heat and the whole thing, and I'm rotating and I'm stretching a lot. Mm-hmm. I think about another month, I'll be good to go. But I'm at least able to hop on a bike and do some cardio, which makes me feel better. So, um, so that's not that big a deal. Now, remember I told you that I was having issue with my ear. Mm-hmm. I cleaned out my ear the other day, and immediately after I cleaned it out, I had Every, like... Everything sounded really hollow. Yeah, I had that hollow, almost swimmer's ear feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, this morning, yesterday it was better. Then today it was, I could still notice it, but it wasn't that bad. I wasn't worried about popping an eardrum or anything. Well, as it turns out, during my physical, he takes a look at my ear. I guess there was like this film in my ear where I guess, I I suppose it was wax. Probably. But it was this little film. And he said, my doctor said there's a chance that, you know, maybe when you shower and stuff like that, that water kind of gets trapped up behind it. And that's why it was like a swimmer's ear. He's like, I'll get it out in two seconds. So he goes, he leaves. He comes back with that little thing that they put in your ear to look in, mm-hmm. you know? And the same thing, you know, ah, little light, whatever it is. Well, he has that and scissors. Oof. Now, not just any scissors, J-Dubs. He has, like, all right, imagine the little scissors that you use to clip your nose hairs, mm-hmm. but then with, like, a very odd 45-degree angle and a very sharp tip. Stop. No, no, no. Dude, bleep that, man. What? That, I'm saying, that is bleeped up. Oh. That is bleeping. <laughs> right. No. All right, so here's the thing. Now, Dubs, I know you hate things about your ears. Yeah. So I he- can't even wear my headphones right now. You hear me, though, right? Yeah. All right, so here's what happens. So he gets this little this little thing to look into your ear with the light, and he puts this. Look at me. Just look, like here's the, here's a little cone thing to look at. Stop it. No, I'm not kidding. He puts the sharp metal thing in. You don't need visual aids. Into it, and then scrapes 
around oh. my ear. Get the hell out of here. It was so weird, I could, like, hear and feel the scraping. Stop. <laughs> and I was like, this? And he's, like, in there. I would have freaked out. Hold on, put, hold on. Put your headphones on for two seconds. Put your headphones on. This is what it sounded like. Oh. That's terrifying. Now, he couldn't get it the first time. And I'm like, oh. That son of a bitch. I'm like, oh, God. What kind of hack doctor are you going to? No, he's a good one. I love him. So then he goes back in. And then he takes it out and he goes, yep, oh, look, here it is. And it was like this little film. White? No, it was like wax. Okay. Because I sometimes get like this white film from uh, from if I didn't like wash my ears out after using shampoo. Like I'll have that film every once in a while. Right. Ugh. So then he goes and he checks it again. He goes, "Up, oh, it's not all out." I would say I don't care. Stop. He's digging in there. And he pulls out, again, another little chunk. And then he looks in again. Up, there's one little part up at the top. Stop! I get it! And voila. There it is. And so now I can hear fine. But, Dubs, I'm not kidding. I can't. Hold on. Let me show you a picture of what these scissors look like. No! Hold on. I don't need a picture. Yeah, you do. I got a great visual. I'm really fine with it. I don't even know if they were scissors. They look like scissors. Hey, I got some scissors here. Get out of here. Here. Get, get, me, get those out of here. Me, like, oh. Take your keys oh, out of here, man. Keys. Take your... No. Ow! Ow! No. Ow! Oh. Tommy just went in there and scraping his oh. ear. You know how dangerous that is? Oh, you made me hit myself. Oh, I think I'm bleeding. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me bring this in to you, Dubs. No. Keep your weird ear stuff away from me. I have no want or need to uh, look at what was digging in your... And get that key out of your ear. I can't hear on it. Here, you want to use little scissors? <laughs> so it's like these little scissors, but with this long, sharp thing scraping, like, just like that. Yo. No. Oh, it's all crunchy in my ear. Ew, look. But it's all better now. I'm sure it is. Just stay away from me. I like being in my bubble with no one around me. Ow. Get out of here. Ow. Go back to your cave. Ow. So anyway, so that was pretty harmless. <laughs> Not to me. You would have freaked out. I oh, don't think I you would have let him. No, no, I wouldn't have. I would say I, I don't care about hearing that much. I have one good ear left. It was like four inches you, at least. You, you can't be putting sharp objects in your own ear. Ow. <sighs> Get the chopstick out of your ear. You're going to tip over. Can I smell it? You know what really freaks me out? Have you ever seen that uh, one scene, and I I believe it's one of the Nightmare... <laughs> Get the pen out of your ear, Matt. Have you seen that one scene in Nightmare on Elm Street where the where Freddy takes the Q-tip, long Q-tip, and jams it in the guy's ear and kills him with it? All right, hold on, look at them. They're fighting with their pins in their no, ears. You, Matt and Tommy. It's a sword fight. It's seriously dangerous. Man, what, it's a word. No, I don't want the, the ear pens. So anyway, Dubs, I am, uh, so that's cool. My ear's all, all right. 
Then he asks about my ass, where I've had some problems with uh, bleeding. Uh, let's just say my poop. All right, my poo. <laughs> and so he wants to know if it's gone away yet. I'm like, no, bro, it's still happening. And he goes, how long has this been going on? I'm like, at least a month. Maybe even six weeks now. He goes, again, I think it's no big deal. But it's probably time to refer you to a colonoscopist or whatever it is. Oh, he said your poo, not your boo. <laughs> yeah, it's completely different. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even when I'm with my poo. <laughs> so, Dubs, I gotta go to this colonoscopist or whatever it is. Now he goes, so you, you go to places that no man should be rooting around in. I'm like, I'm, he's like, you're not 40, so don't worry about me having to give you a proc exam right now. But I don't know what this. So I counted on it. But I don't know what this colon Oscoby guy does. I think they knock you out. And then runs a batch. Does anybody know anything about this? You're gonna wake up all disoriented and uh fingers I'm, sticky. It's like it's like that earwax thing, but just stop it with your ear. Off the ear. My headphones are on all the way, I can't hear anything. Alright, dubs, you wouldn't even care if it was back there, but for some reason with the ear it's oh, bad. I huh? would definitely have a guy rooting around back there other than my ear. In a second. All right, let's go ahead and isolate that. That'd be great. Just cut off the ear part. I don't even care. There's no way anybody's going to my ear. Ear or rear? I pick rear. Dude, it was hardcore. When I saw that thing, I immediately thought you are you would have freaked out. Oh, I, there, I wouldn't even let him keep on going. I would have left. I would have never brought it up to him in the first place. I've been like, yeah, everything's fine in my head. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hideout. Coming up next on the hideout. Hideout. Matt, are these people on the board going to tell me what this colonoscopy guy or whatever it is is? I haven't, not sure, still haven't gotten to them yet. They just <laughs> called. Well, hurry up and screen them. I'm trying, boss. <laughs> I like that. Let's keep that up. I also want you to say that at home. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 7916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I'm a little weirded out, man. Hmm. I got referred to this colonoscopy thingy guy. Uh, Don't I'm, worry. He's gentle. I'm really not interested in anything going on. He'll rub your underbelly while he does it. All right, let's go to... Uh, This is David. David on the highway. You're in the hideout. What's up, David? Hey, man. My aunt has colon cancer, so she has to get this done like once every six months. Mm. And what they do is they're going to take about a seven-inch long stainless steel rod. Like no way. inches in diameter, and it goes straight where the sun doesn't You're shine. lying. You're... No, I swear to God. Three inches three in three diameter? Three inches in diameter. It's not <laughs> happening. Whatever. I'm going to die then. No, you got to get it done. We're in the final days. You might like it. We're in the final days, my friend. You never know. Give it a shot. 
Doesn't make you gay. Oh my god, I couldn't even imagine! What the hell? I just tried to think about it for two seconds and how awful it would be. Come on, you go to the bathroom all the time. What's the difference? Just think, too, if you move or something, <laughs> you can puncture like your bladder. That's what he was saying about the ear thing, to, to not move. Otherwise, you could really severely do damage. I'm sure he could. Stop it. Depths came in here to break my ear hurts. It didn't happen to you. I'm just telling a story on the radio. We're done with that. We're talking about your butt now. George and Daytona, you're in the hideout. If it sounds anything like this, stop. I'll be pissed. Hey, yeah, I got some more. I don't know what that other guy was talking about. There might be different procedures. My dad just got it done because he hit the big five zero. Mm-hmm. They knocked him. They knocked him out for it though because they also had to go down his throat. What? Okay, but I don't know about the three inch wide tube. As far as I know, it's you know it's a pretty small camera. And he said whenever he woke up, he, he felt a little weird, but he, it wasn't painful or anything like that. There's you know, no the room worst, for a camera back there. The, the worst part is the day before. It's one of those old Sony shoulder ones. Oh. You can't have any food the entire day before. Well, I'm trying to lose weight. That's actually okay. No, that might help then. <laughs> Thank you. To appreciate it, bud. You got it. Yeah, you got to clean everything out, too. You have so, to drink so much water and everything. And there's like special like fizzy stuff that you have to... that. You're going to be in the bathroom. I don't want to jump into any conclusions. No, no, no. I know people that have had it done, and you got to do that. Yeah, just so they can check back there without anything impeding traffic. I can't do it, bro. I think it's just a hemorrhoid. It'll be fine. Can I get some cream? How long have you had this thing? About six weeks. <laughs> it's not a hemorrhoid, then, probably. Oh, God. I've never had a hemorrhoid that long, and I've had many hemorrhoids. The longest I've had is three weeks. And you say there's no pain with it. No. Then it's. Probably not hemorrhoid. Oh, but it's, it's, it's internal. We talked about this on the air before, man. <laughs> but they hurt, too. Oh, Jesus. Don't worry. I'm sorry we're on the radio, but I literally just kind of was staring down at the ground. Wincing. Face in my hand. Your face will be in a pillow soon enough. Shut <laughs> up. You're not helping. <laughs> Stop. All right, truce. Truce. You going to be on my side? Backside? God. Oh, Peter. You're That's on... already spoken for. You're in the highway. What's up, Peter? Yeah. Was he calling us to be things? Mm-hmm. They give you this brown, uh, this stuff, and then it looks like, tastes like crap. It smells like crap. But it cleans it out. And then they put the camera in. How big is the camera? I can't have a camera, dude. There's no room for a camera. Sure there is. Soft is not going to be there. It's like Jello. Well, otherwise they'll make it. They put a little white thing up there, and they look through the little white thing, and they go. All right, you know what? Enough. <laughs> I can't deal with this. You know what you do? You get a toy from the Premier Doll Factory outlet day four, and just kind of prep yourself. It's like a test. Stop. Want me to help you? You're not helping. <laughs> oh, man, this is bad news. Bad news. I'm telling you, it won't be that bad. Just relax. Don't clinch up. All I can imagine, and I don't know why, I can just imagine there just being this real insane, like, 
awful pressure. It's just unbearable. Don't. I know I can't say it. Thank goodness. (laughs) I'm too young, dude. I'm 28 years old. You're never too young for a little action. Hold on. Steve in Fruitland Park here in the hideout. What's up, Steve? How you doing? I, I, uh, I had to have that colonoscopy, and they found 19 internal hemorrhoids in my lower bowel, and I had to have 18 inches of my uh, internal, you know, in- intestine taken out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You had to have it removed? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, that surgery is the most painful experience of my life. Whoa, you had to have surgery because of this? Be- because the, the hemorrhoids were inside, and they were calling what they call a rectal prolapse. And that's what what happens is the inside of your uh, All right. your, right, right, right. your your intestines will actually fall out your butt. <laughs> okay, I can't say that. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I had to clean it up for the radio. All right, he said part of the problem is that your innards could actually exit yeah, uh, through that way. Well, see, you, you have you can have internal hemorrhoids and you can have external the ones that pop out on you. Right. Okay. Right. I had internal ones and I didn't, so I didn't know what the bleeding was from. Well, when I went and I had the colonoscopy, then they then they now, were able to tell what it was. Now, were, they had to re- were your the lining the lining of my intestines was so sir? depleted that they had to take out 18 inches of it. Sir, were you were yours painful? No, no, I didn't have any pain, just bleeding. Oh, then, oh. but but after the surgery, I was in pain. I passed out uh, the first time I had to use. That. How how long was the surgery? Four hours. Were you knocked out? Oh yeah, but not for the colonoscopy. That I actually watched on television. Christ Almighty! Oh, sweet Jesus! Why? What's wrong with you, man? No! You are such a homophobe. It's not even that! He's getting his innards taken out! They're falling out, dude! Oh, God! That sucks, man. (laughs) Bathead, go big. Real big. Just so you know, when it happens to you, it's called prolapsing. So you, you can use the technical term. <laughs> That's going to suck, man. It's not going to be good. You don't have any other options, though, man. you got to do it or else die. I'm cool with that. What's wrong? I can't have a surgery where I'm losing. You want to lose weight? Yeah. Have them remove a little bit more. Yeah. Come take out can't some do of the, uh... surgery. Uh, first of all, I don't even know what's going to happen. Take some but... of your mom pouch out. Oh, you're definitely going to need surgery. You shut the hell up right now, you freak. But now, where, do you, where, where do you think they go through? The uh, bacon strip area? I can't. You can't. There's no cutting that's going on. Oh, God. Well, you know what? You have them give you, like, liposuction, too. Do it all at once. Are we still on the radio? Because I'll be honest right now, I'm on shock. Yes, we are. <laughs> Told you the PVC pipe wasn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they claw it all the way? Sending me emails about this thing. Really? Are you uh, are you getting the worst of the worst news? God damn it! It's not that bad. There's no sense worrying about it. Mm-hmm. 
What will happen will happen. If it all falls out, falls out. <laughs> I hate you. Hey, I'm just saying, take it in stride, my friend. However, the rectum crumbles. <laughs> it's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> Stay tuned to the hideout. The hideout. The hideout. <laughs> I had no idea. Right, we'll continue with their phone calls. Please, somebody call and tell me that guy was wrong, because it sounds like I have exactly what he had. Oh, sweet Jesus. I can't I can't have surgery. Why not? Are you afraid of going under the knife? Yes, damn it. Pepe, I want you to take uh, our fine sponsor, uh, Taco Bell's word for it, and think outside the bun. Love Taco Bell. Sponsoring the open door policy. Mm-hmm. Now, from what I'm getting on the IM over here, uh, that it's not that bad, uh, the actual process of them looking. Uh, they said to look right in front of you. Um, look right in front of you right now and look down a little bit what's right in front of your nose. That microphone right there, that's about the size of it. Just call it Mr. Marcus when you say hi. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I just did ask. Uh, President Marcus. Now people are already putting... What? Is your uh, Dr. Brian Peppers? No, I'm getting photos on my MySpace about what it's going to be like. Oh, God. I hope they have Photoshop soon. I'm sure Brian Peppers will show up on the camera view of some colonoscopy. Do you think that's what it is? Yeah, he's mad you didn't uh, take him when you first moved. You moved uh, away what from... What do you mean when I first? He didn't find me, did he? I. He talked to me today and he said he he had. That's his luggage back there you're poking around. <laughs> what? <laughs> he moved away from the ankles and found a new place. Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's it's up, cold Chris? At night. What's going on, man? <laughs> hey, so yeah, I was a, a medical technician in the military, and I got to see a couple of them, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, pretty much like what they do is they'll give you like a jug of this stuff that you got to drink first, and it's going to like clean you all out. And then um, afterwards, like what do they do is they put you on a table, they make you lay like sideways, and um, they take this thing and they put it up inside of you, and it's like I'd say probably about like maybe the size of your thumb or something. It's not that big. So, but it's like a big black. Uh, like oh, why's it got to be big and black? So uh, it is, Mister Marcus. So you you lay on the side like you're about to get spooned, and they take something the size of a thumb. Then all yeah. you hear is, "I'll have some watermelon." <laughs> Want me to come in there and practice with you, <laughs> so you're ready for it? I'm a virgin. I don't know what's gonna feel like. Mm-mm. Not anymore. You'll know, you'll know what. Are it you feels guys like. really having fun with this? I'm creeped out, and I'm actually feeling pretty sick to my stomach, but. This is taking my mind off it. Well, um, I've been creeped out since the ear thing. What? So. I hear this crunching in my ear. Is that bad? Stop it. Ah, oh, that, that itch feels good. David and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, man, but the stuff you're going to drink is called Go Lightly. Only you don't go lightly, you go very heavily. You can't <laughs> eat for 24 hours. 
And the the second guy that called in after I called in the first time, because mm. I'm the guy that told you how long it was and how big around it was. Right. The second guy that called in, so they put something down your throat. That's called an endoscopy. That's that's when they put a wire with a camera down your throat. The thing they're going to put up your backside, mm. it honestly looks about like a like a, a vibrator that you might get it at Premier Adult Factory <sighs> Outlet. It's it's about seven inches long, All seven right. inches in total I... diameter, and it's got a camera on a hole in the tip of it. And it lets the doctor see any blockage you might have in your colon to see if you have a polyp. What you might have is a polyp. And if it's a polyp, they can remove it surgically, but it's it's actually the first stage of colon cancer. Okay, now hope there's no I'm freaking way. out now. All right, now that's I can't I can't take it. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Now once you bring up the big C word. It's simple uh bleeding. <laughs> there's nothing as simple bleeding back there. Anything back there bleeding is uh, complicated bleeding and non-fun. Unless you're telling us something we don't know. Well, it's over, dude. It's it. I'm done. I'm not going to be able to see what I wanted to see. I'm never going to make it back to Europe. Why would you want to go back to Europe? Love it there. I'm sure that's where you caught whatever you got. I have been there in ten years. Slow working diseases over there. Just like their government. You're going to be fine. Got cancer. <laughs> That's what they said to Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. So I'm going to say. You're going to be fine? I didn't say that. I've seen that movie. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why are you getting so much joy? If I die, you're screwed. And like the movie and the band played on. Right, here's Bill, the sales guy, to cheer me up. What's up, Bill? Hey guys, what's happening? Uh, obviously, um, I'm dying. First of all, that I, I know I heard the last <laughs> phone caller. I don't know what he's talking about. I've been to Fair Villa. They got nothing there. With the Premier. Camera. We go to Premier. <laughs> they got no, whatever. They got Premier. How did I forget? They got nothing there with the camera. All right, so that, he is, that's, uh, he that's, made that up. Okay, but here's the thing. At least you're not, and this is not a joke, at least you're not losing your teeth. Am I right? Things could be worse. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I don't. Chicks don't like guys that are toothless. I, yeah, but they also you don't like guys choppers. who are putting things in the, the rear. But you aren't doing it for fun. You're doing it for necessity. Because you need it. You I just plain old need it. I I feel better. <laughs> Shut up. Ass. I feel better. I'm fine. No, you need to go get this done. I'll be there holding your hand the whole time. Right, this guy's an ass. This is John Doe. I'm about to block him. Why? Let the gerbils pass and everything will be fine. <laughs> that lemmy winks. Maybe I should call my mom and tell her. What do you think? Has your mom gone through any of this kind of stuff before where she needed one of these? Mm -mm. She got a tattoo of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just running up her, uh, up her uh, ankle. You're really freaked out about this, aren't you? Hell yeah, yeah, what, man. What, what? Did you not hear the last 30 minutes? When are you uh, going to get your... 
Doug Check can't out. hear out of his ear. Yeah, I'm having a little trouble over here. They're gonna call me. They're calling me here in the next like couple of days. Oh, they're calling you. Mm-hmm. Ain't good. That guy had part of his intestines removed. But he's fine. He's living. Dude. That's a downer. If I die from the anesthesia or something, y'all got me all freaked out. I don't even know if, I'm a ha- if I have anything. That could happen. Shut up. <laughs> Look at y'all just enjoying this. No, man, it'd be sad. Can we get in the paper? I'm sure. You think Scott Maxwell will give us a call again? Why don't you put pictures of it in the uh, Sentinel? Should it be like Kirk and do it on the air? Why not? Lopez. If you think you're going to die, just give us enough time so we can cut some best Don't call him Lopez. That's the guy who... Yes, but didn't he die? Yeah, that was lung cancer, though. Oh, okay. You're a dick, man. (laughs) You're talking about the guy from 98 Rock? I thought that's what you meant. (laughs) I thought, you Baltimore? Meant, you, I thought you meant from Kirk, Mark, and Lopez. No. I thought you just picked the wrong guy. I said Katie Kirk. You're that. I thought you said Kirk. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> Mark McEwen's brother. <laughs> Mark and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, Mark? Yeah, uh, about colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got decent insurance... I do. Um... But they have a pill with a camera in it. What? That does the same thing. The only downside is when they do the colonoscopy, if they see if they see polyps, they remove them then. With the camera thing, they see polyps. Well, then you're going to have to have a colonoscopy and they remove the polyps. All right. Well, I'm willing. I'm willing to take the step of just swallowing a pill with a camera in it. And what is this all of a sudden? That uh, that movie with Dennis Quaid. What was the name of that movie? Doug? Which one? What was it about? The one where Inner Space. Yeah, Inner Space. <laughs> Inner Space. Love that movie. Bad Rad. You're Isn't in the that with Martin Short. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Go ahead, Bad Rad. Hey, happy. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, the, the one guy is talking about that um, vibrator-looking thing. Mm-hmm. That's called a rigid colonoscopy. Ew. I doubt highly they'll do that because they're just looking short short distance with that. Mm-hmm. The uh, regular colonoscopy is done with a hose, maybe about the size of your little finger, and they have a little eyepiece that they can look at, and they will actually slide that in. They'll, they'll snow you with Bursed, kind of put you to sleep. So they're going down there with, like, some kind of... Uh, does it have a camera in the end of it? Yeah, it does. Okay. It, it's, but it's only about size around as your little finger. Uh, it might be about three to four foot long. What? But not all of that. That's just They'll leave a few at the some door. people are bigger than others. Yeah, they don't worry about it. <laughs> they just slide that up in there. They look all, around. All right. They see a polyp. They can remove it right then and there. If it's a hemorrhoid, they can remove it right then and there. No major surgery is involved in it. Um, if they do find something major, then you have to go in and have surgery. Like the one gentleman was saying, he had to have you know so much of his colon removed. There was something else going on in that man's colon, not just a polyp or a hemorrhoid. <laughs> you sound like you uh, you've just finished. <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer, dude. Don't freak out. You're going to be fine. 
You know what you should do during it? Moan. And freak him out. Move back towards him. <laughs> Move into it. Yell, yell, is that all you got? Get a rhythm going. <laughs> it's a hideout road radio 104.1. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Listen to the hideout. Coming up next on the hideout. On the hideout. On the hideout. It's over. Like it's all over now. You're going to be fine. Just going to open up some new doors for you. More back ones, but. Christ Almighty. Whatever. We'll even see if I'm alive in the next break. It's a Wednesday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Ladies first in the hideout. Stacy in Orlando. What's up, Stacy? Hey, guys. What's up? What you got? Uh, Well, my boyfriend had the same procedure done. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, he's not my boyfriend anymore because... You uh, started requesting some stuff that you weren't into? I'm sorry? He started requesting some stuff you were into after it? <laughs> well, let's just say he was not the same lover after all that, so... <laughs> whoa, 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 like, what, like, uh, without getting too graphic, like, he couldn't get excited, or what happened? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was because of where they put it and everything that, uh, I don't know, he just... Well, why don't you work with him? Why did I work with him? Yeah. I couldn't. Why not? You didn't have the right equipment? <laughs> sure she does. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Stacy. Oh, my God. So basically the uh, procedure turned that guy gay. No, he just enjoyed a little stimulation. Or scarred him. All right. People are asking what's going on. They want to update. They're just now getting off of work. Uh... I went to the doctor today because it's been well known on the show now for about a month or so. Whenever I poo, there's blood. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to the colonoscopy or going to get something. In yeah, the uh, the other doctor referred you to a guy to give you a colonoscopy. So you're figuring out what's going to happen during this colonoscopy. Basically, it sounds like I'm gonna die no you aren't they're just gonna put a camera up there sally and uh what the hell you mean just sally in orlando you're in the hideout hey don't worry about it um you know it's probably nothing just something little like the one guy said maybe hemorrhoids or um benign polyps or whatever but just think of it this way if for some reason there is a bigger problem by dealing with it now it would be just kind of taken care of and that's it i can't count yeah. the number of times in the last um about five to eight years, I keep hearing about all these people, whether it be celebrities or people of um, friends or family of people I know, that um, have had um, uh, diagnoses of colon cancer, and all the guys have been fine because they um, always got their checkups and it didn't ignore symptoms, and they went in and things were caught early, and boom, there you go. It's the guys like, um, uh, what's her name, uh, Katie Couric, her mm-hmm. husband, died of colon cancer, and I think, I'm not positive, but I think I heard that um, he had been putting off going to the doctor and ignoring symptoms for a long time, and then by the time he got his diagnosis, it was too advanced. Oh, so that's Christ. why it's always important for guys to stay on top of their health and just go in when you start having symptoms. So you're doing the right afraid. thing. You're doing the right thing by going in there and getting it checked out. Thank you, Sally. Now, and, and, I, find, and you'll probably find that it's nothing. You know, It might just be something little, so don't stress about it. But you know, you're going and you're dealing with it early, so hey, and if it is something, which is probably a remote chance, then, uh, you know, it'll be fine. All right, thank you, Sally. Now, Hefe, 
the way to do it, you have to go in there relaxed, take everything as it comes, you know, don't worry about it. Uh, if you do have to get someone rooting around back there, I want you to do something for me. What? Just close your eyes and picture my face. <laughs> what the hell? Just do that. Why? <laughs> to make you really uncomfortable while you're in there. <laughs> now you're going to, you know that. <laughs> no matter what, that's going to pop into your head. You have no choice now. I've planted the seed. B-Pep, you're in the hideout. And really... It's Johnny and Jay, Buckle. Are you kidding? How do you get reception back there? What do you do? What do you want? Let me out. How am I get my luggage and you lock me in? Let me out. I'll beat it. You can blame. Scram. Anti-cancer here in the hideout. F.A. Yeah. You're the leader of the show, man. Mm-hmm. You got to chill out and man the hell up. You sound like a bitch on the air. Listen to these... I almost said mother effers. Listen to them and the way that they're treating me, scaring me. We aren't scaring you. I'm trying to relax you, bro. Right, look, look, you know you know that old tool that they use uh, when your toilet used to get clogged up? They call it the snake? Yeah, they snake it. Yeah, that it, it looks exactly like that, and at the tip of it has a teeny, tiny, itty-bitty little camera. They go in there. It ain't, it ain't a prison rape, dog. Just relax, right? Basically. They all been there. They, they, they see what they got to see. If there's anything up there, they'll, they'll take it out. You ain't going to die. Just relax. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Tell Matt to get a haircut. Peace. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. That is true. Now, the best, uh, the best thing to think of while this is going on, that, uh, not your face. I'm not going to think of your face. Not, you are. You actually are. Um, but the best thing to think of before this, go to like any kind of arcade or something and just look at the claw game. And imagine that. I'm done. All right, we're going to take a break. What? You guys have been fantastic. Very helpful. Stop. So they're doing them here, Dubs. Scraping it out. Now they're going to be doing it in my ass. Was it red? The earwax? No. Black? Golden. When I had it done when I was a kid, it was black. Oh, felt like croutons, didn't it? It does. Ever hear that crunching sometimes when you like move your head side to side? You're like, <laughs> like Rice Krispies? Or Captain Crunch? Jack Napier in the hideout. What's up? Hey, F.A., it just sounds like your life's kind of going down the crapper, man. Uh, you're an ass. <laughs> <laughs> you're such an ass. It's the hideout. Real radio, 104.1. You're such an ass. Coming up next on the hideout. All right, Dubs, let's switch gear. Hey, let's meet our new intern. All right. Even though people probably know him more than they know us. He's a name. He is. We got a big-time star interning for us. I'm excited about it. We'll meet the new intern. Also talk about Dick Cheney's daughter. There's a lot of... Oh, Local 6 coming up at the end of the... Uh, at the bottom of the hour. All next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Uh, all right, let's switch gears. Are you calming down now? No. Why not? I'm not even going to be able to sleep till I get this call. But thank you to Chris who wrote a very sweet email. I guess going through kind of the same thing. Are you going to, uh, when he, when you do get the call, are you going to ask about the procedure right then, or are you just going to, you know? No, I'm just going to wait. Yeah, because it could worry you too much if it is something 
So, Dubs, we have a new intern. Mm-hmm. Let's welcome into the fold the newest unpaid producer for the hideout, C-Lane. What's going on, man? Everybody knows him, of course, from the Shannon Burke Show and Sing Bitch. Um, all right, Matt Albert says, you look like the 140-pound five-year-old baby. <laughs> they have on Maury, but all grown up. On where? On Maury. Maury. I don't know. On the Maury Povich Show. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Matt? It's true. Except for the bags under his eyes. What? <laughs> Why are you so hateful already? All right, he just looks like Hooch, but skinnier. <laughs> like, but then what's the Better problem? Better haircut too. <laughs> okay, then. but it's not Hooch at all. Smell. <laughs> yeah, we like Ceylon. He's actually been fantastic so far in his first day. He's uh, getting a lot of the podcasting up. Of course, he is musically talented, so we'll mm-hmm. be taking advantage of that. We already. I'm uh, writing uh, a song tonight. That we're gonna have him do. Are you gonna sing it or is he gonna sing it? Oh, he will. I, think it'd be I can't sing. Thing. I think it'd be better if you sing. No. Come on. I can't sing worth a damn. Sing unless it it's a, uh, NKOTB. Sing it with a Q-tip in your ear. No. Nothing. So, C-Lane, tell us a little bit about you. Like, what does the hideout audience need to know about you? Uh, I don't know. What does the hideout audience want to know about me? I mean, is there anything? Can we do an ask? <laughs> Nothing C-Lane? now. <laughs> Nothing now. Um, yeah. uh, now, you obviously you do the uh, the gigs, right? With the yeah, I play guitar around town uh, at bars and stuff around uh, downtown Orlando in now, the area. Now, let me ask you, what exactly? Like, you're playing the guitar? It was like a sing along, like a piano bar kind of thing, but with a guitar or what? Kind of like that. Uh, it's me, me and Jeremy, the other guy that does sing, bitch. Okay. And uh, we do the duo. I play lead guitar and sing backup. Okay. And he sings lead. Okay, nice. So you make good money with that? It's not bad. It's fun stuff. Where are you gonna plug your gigs while you're in here with us? You can if you want to, man. Sure. You're working yeah, for free. free. Sure. I got no problem with that. Where do you usually hang out? Where do I usually hang out? Um we do uh Pine Street a lot. Mm-hmm. Pine Street Grill and Bar and mm-hmm. uh Central Station often. And uh, there's a lot of places we used to do around that have closed, like Scruffy Murphy's, Kate O'Brien. Because of you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, much. Close the room down. All right, Matt Albert wants to know which Gerbers you prefer, mashed carrot <laughs> or peaches. <laughs> what the heck? No peas in there? All right, so he's he's kind of got a little... Uh, I'm kind of a peas guy. He kind of got a little baby thing going. Actually, we need to take a picture of him and have, have someone Photoshop his face in the Gerber's uh, <laughs> jar. I bet if we did shave his head, he would look a little bit more like a baby. Put a really dumb smile on his face. Oh, too late. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <a> nice laugh. <laughs> um, all right, so... Should we just call him C-Lane here in the high Sure. That's his name? Yeah, he's already got that established. I think we should stick with C-Lane as opposed, because I'm sure these boys would want to call you, like, some sort of baby name or something. Um, could be right. worse. It could be the Campbell Soup Kid. Yeah. Where are you going, Matt? All right, Matt's walking around now. <laughs> All right. 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041. So you got chick or anything? Like how you got a lot of groupies from going around town singing the guitar? Uh, every once in a while. Gonna... You have a girlfriend though? No, I do not. Oh, you'll get plenty with this show. This show is a, yeah, we're a ba- bacon for poon. Yeah, we're babe magnets, as you can <laughs> as you can tell. They're just always coming in to hang out. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they? Two well-rounded studs like us. All right, well-rounded. All right, uh, here is uh, the real Race. sea lane here in the hideout. <laughs> He's like peas and courage. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Already, all right. The real sea lane sounds somewhat of African descent. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, all right, let me. Uh, yeah, it's, that was real weird. All right, Matt, hold on. Just Matt now has to go sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the hatred coming from, Matthew? I can feel it already. I don't know what you're talking about. That guy was a good caller, though. Tell you that. <laughs> he at least can hold it together when he's on the air. Unlike you. It was a joy to screen him. <laughs> <laughs> joy to screen him. Uh, so what else do we need to know, C-Line? Is that it? That's about it. All right. What are you here to learn? Uh... The technical side, the on-air side. What are you uh, What are you looking for here? You're pretty good on the air when you come in on the open door and stuff, and when you're on with uh, Shannon. Yeah, a little of both. Just kind of want to have fun, man. I'm getting school credit for it, so why not do yeah. something that I like? That's what I'm saying. Now you're only here three days a week, so we are looking for more interns. We need at least two more. At least two more interns getting college credit for it, coming in, hanging out mm-hmm. a couple days a week, learning about the business, the best radio station. I know we at least have another one on the way. Throughout Central Florida for this show? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. All right, well, don't say it on the air, but I didn't even know we had another one coming through. <laughs> no. Guy or girl? I don't know Guy. about this either. Guy? Does Chunks know? I... Chunks um, probably knows. Yeah, it, knows. It all goes through Chunks. Well, I have two interviews lined up, so someone oh. should tell me about this. Oh, you do? Yeah. Who are you interviewing? Do you want to tell me who? But... Uh, one is actually uh, Mad Matt's friend. Okay. Oh, cool. And then another... Guy or girl? Uh, Guy. All right. But his name is Corey, so we could right. pretend it's a chick. All right, we'll do that then. Mm-hmm. Corey with a K. Yes. And then uh, what's the other one? I forget his name, but he sent me his resume, and it looks pretty good. So. Wow, nice. All right, so we got some interns hopping through here. We'll see you, Lane, if you need anything. I know your big thing, too, is video, which I'm excited about. You're real yeah. good editing video. You'd put together a lot of the uh, videos that are on the podcasting, and also you're able to edit up stuff for the podcasting. So now you could take that over from Chunks. And uh, we'll actually get... In fact, go ahead and put that whole last hour on there. All right. I wouldn't put this up. Not impressive. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm sure you'll get better. Mm-hmm. So there you get is. comfortable. There's C-Lane. Let's welcome oh, cool. C-Lane into the hideout. It's very nice to have him here. Uh, Dubs. Yes. There's a lot of stuff to get to tonight. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get to. Actually, C-Lane handed me this real fast. I'll go with one of C-Lane's stories. Okay. He's already giving me a little prep. Um, it happened in Colorado. Oh, he was a mayor? He was a mayor of a small town in northern Colorado. He's in jail. His family refuses to pay bond for him. But, uh, he was arrested over the weekend on third-degree assault, domestic violence, and child abuse. And according to the, uh, arrest report, a blood, a blood alcohol level of at least .40. Now, officers said that the breathalyzer kept climbing at a rapid rate, going above 0.4%. The numbers are moving too fast and the officer, uh, for the officer to read, and the machine shut off, and it would not turn back on. Essentially, the guy was so drunk, he broke the breathalyzer. <laughs> and he's a mayor. How does that happen? You, you know what? I've never been that drunk. Do you think B- that would have been BJ yeah. on Sunday night? Because the whole fact that he drank a, almost three quarters of a bottle of Jaeger. You know, I was thinking about that today. I was listening to um, Opie Anthony, mm-hmm. and they had one of the commercials for like Jaegermeister tour with Stained or something. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. Like Jaeger for me, I'm just I'm not one of those guys that's a Jaeger guy. I like Jaeger. 
obviously in a bottle of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll do a Jaeger bomb, but yeah, that's basically what I do. I use it for. I use it to mix it with. Uh... But by Curious BJ, drink it warm. Warm, straight uh, from the bottle. It was uh, sitting in my bar. How many shots do you think in uh, in total he did by just chugging? Twelve to fifteen. Of warm Jaeger. Yes, Elaine. I don't even think Jaeger really tastes that good. I like it. I, I you know, he, I, 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 it has to be cold though. Here's Absolutely. the thing. Here's the thing about it. It's it's got a taste of licorice. Like it tastes like licorice to me, and yeah. I'm not a fan of licorice. Nah, neither am I. The, it's just been marketed to a part where, with all the Jaeger bombs and stuff like that, people just yeah drink it up. Right? You know, my favorite shot right now, because you're probably in the, in the bars a lot because of uh, doing your sing bitch thing and doing not you know the guitar thing that you do, Celine. Uh, my favorite shot right now is a snake bite. They're so so co in line. It really has to be done right though. I think it can, I think that's one of those shots where it can be done wrong and it's still pretty good. I've had it before where like there wasn't enough lime. Or they try to just use a regular lime instead of lime juice. Hey, what is SoCo? Like, so the Comfort, it's a, it's a dark liquor. It's, uh, I think it's a form of whiskey, isn't it? Kind of? Uh, I don't know. Like, like a spinoff of it? It's not really whiskey, but it's kind of. It's very sweet. You know what I was thinking about, too? What can you do to make your voice deeper? Cigars. Really? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I want a deeper voice. I was listening to Ving Rhames talk. I'm like, how did he do that? Should I start doing cigars, coffee? Uh, yeah, I heard coffee works, too. But I've been um, drinking coffee. I don't feel it, but I'm doing, like, cafe mocha. Yeah, you got to do that this straight That probably lightens up. it up a little bit. You need to do a straight-up black coffee. Cigars, cafe mocha, or cigars, whiskey, and coffee. coffee. It'll probably make your voice deeper. Mm-hmm. Still waiting for my boys to drop. Think if I could get that going, get the dad dong, <laughs> then maybe I could have a deeper voice. Yeah. Am I going to be sounding like a kid until I'm, I'm a 28 now? Well, I got, I you... look, it, so, I, it sounds from the last hour that I got ass cancer. Can I at least get a deep voice from it? Now, if you go back and listen to some of your older tapes, you have gotten a deeper voice since then. Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh. How does that happen? What? Like, what is it that makes your voice deeper when you stop and think? I, I think it's just the wear and tear on it. I guess that's true. Like, guys who yell a lot and stuff kind of got a cool, raspy voice. Mm-hmm. They don't just go around yelling all the time. I think after a few times of losing it, it'll uh, gruff it up. All right, people say, how about some testosterone? I got enough for that. Look at my back. <laughs> That's the other thing I'm kind of worried about the whole about the whole colonoscopy thing is my ass is disgusting. It's like a forest. I feel bad for that doctor. You get some there. Oh, I'm torn on whether or not we should do the whole thing on the air. I'd be willing. I just don't want you guys looking at my ass. Why don't you just me do being audio? Invaded. Go on with the tape recorder. Yeah, see if you can get. It recorded. I'm sure he'll have no problem doing it. Raise awareness. Anybody call in and tell us what kind of liquor Soko is? Matt? I think it's his own little thing. Soko. Nobody called in with that? I need to know what that is now. I got to start drinking. What's the best kind of whiskey? Uh, I like Jack Daniels. Okay. The best. Jack Daniels? Just That's just my preference. 
What about bourbon? What's a good bourbon? It sounds like a gay drink. Bourbon? I don't know. There's that name. Bourbon. Or like some like old English guy is going to be drinking it. Bourbon. In a trench coat with nothing on underneath. Kind of like gin. What was it that was uh, Bill Murray was drinking in Lost in Translation? Was that whiskey? I never saw it. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. What? I thought for sure you would have seen it because you like Scarlett Johansson. I don't even know what it's about. And everyone's kind of ruined it for me anyway. It is a bit depressing. I don't know if you... I think you'd like it, though. I just know what happens at the end already, so... Yeah, but then you watch it. I think it adds a little uh, extra to it if you know what's going to happen. Yeah, see, Lane. I believe it's only called bourbon if it's made in Kentucky or Tennessee, one of those states. I think it's Tennessee. How the hell do they get the uh, market on that? I don't know. That doesn't seem right. Is there anything that we make here in Florida that's only called that because we make it here in Florida? Orange juice. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wednesday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up for Heard It First with our friends from Local 6, Local 6 News at 11. Probably other uh, Bob Fryer, Jackie London coming into the Hideout. Awesome. Alexia, ladies first. Uh, Alexia in Orlando, what do you got, sweetie? Well, I was just calling to let you guys know what Southern Comfort was. Okay. Okay, okay Southern Comfort is a cordial. It's uh, basically like Kahlua or grenadine. It's an alcoholic drink, but um, it's not really, it doesn't fall into any of those categories like whiskey or bourbon or, so uh, that's what. I didn't know grenadine was like that. Yeah, grenadine's a cordial. Oh, wow. All right, but there's some alcohol to it, but it doesn't actually have any sort of a... Yeah, like Bailey's, it's, it's a cordial. Okay. And Navon and Grand Marnier, those, those are all cordials. Oh, wow. All right. Oh, thank you, Alexi. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Haley, you're in the hideout. What's up, Haley? Hi. Um, bourbon and Coke is my choice of drink, and my bourbon is um, Early Times, and it's pretty good. All right. Early Times. I've you're heard. buying off the bottom shelf. I know you are. Early no. Times. Sitting right next to the Black Velvet. Black Velvet? Do you like Black Velvet? No. All right. Early Times. Have you had any tonight? It's pretty good, too. Have you had any tonight? Sounds it. No, I had wine tonight. Oh. Ah, wine tonight. What kind of wine? Some nice uh, Merlot uh, for you? I had, a, I had a Cabernet. Ah. Was it out of a box? No. <laughs> Your girlfriend wasn't over? <laughs> All right, Haley, thank you, sweetie. Okay. Good night. Be careful driving. Just turn the lights off so no one sees you. I don't know if this is the show for... Car advice, <laughs> driving advice, considering how we started it. Mm-hmm. All right, I just got this from my little brother. Yeah. Um. On MySpace, he posted a a uh, bulletin. Mm-hmm. Holy s! Did anyone see that new episode of Lost? Stop. What? I'm gonna be watching in a half hour. Don't make me do the screaming thing again. No, I don't know, but he just said, holy ass. I guess it was good. Nice. Rob and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted to call out that girl that just made a stupid remark saying grenadine is a cordial. Mm-hmm. There is no liquor in grenadine yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, grenadine's basically, what, cherry? Uh... 
Cherry, cherry, cherry juice? flavored syrup. Yeah. yeah, he put it in like a uh, Rob Roy for kids mm-hmm. or a Shirley Temple. I don't know if she's drinking that stuff. I want to get. I want to know where she's getting it from because I want some too. Right. All right. Thank you. All right. She was wrong. She sounded hot. So whatever. She's hot, then she's right. All right. Bong Swat says. The last caller was an idiot. <laughs> I guess he meant the lady. Mm-hmm. That it is a uh, Southern Comforts and eighty proof whiskey, same as Jack. Um. No, I have on. Uh... The info sheet here that it's not technically whiskey. What is it? I told you. Whatever. All I know is you mix it with some lime and it's good. You open this barrel of monkeys. Don't be racist. I have to sometimes get through to you. I'm getting this from Swami. You're evil. Tell them Lost was amazing and they will be stunned. Awesome. I got that from well, uh, massage therapist Kimmy too. She said, well, maybe. Well, if they were watching Lost, they heard about me and my cancer. Mm-hmm. Alleged. My ass is way more important. Whoa. What? All right, I'm not going to say it because you'll hate me. Oh, okay. I'll go ahead and tell you. No, don't. It's pretty big, dude. And I'm going to be seeing it in an hour. I'm not going to ruin it for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Nick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nick? Hey, uh, I don't know what that girl was talking about, and I heard the other guy say it, but grenadine has no such alcohol in it whatsoever. I'm sitting here with a bottle of it in front of me now. Mm-hmm. Chug it. <laughs> and uh, stomach and bourbon are identical things. It's just bourbon is made in Kentucky. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm learning a lot about liquor. Well, because I-, I didn't know it either, and I, I, had a, I served tables, and I had a woman ask me for it. And I thought, you know, they were totally different things, and I found out that evening that they were exactly the same. It's just where they're made from. So people in Kentucky will only drink, like if someone ever says, I want a bourbon, it has to be from Kentucky. Yeah, they Although want... whiskey's like exactly the same thing. I don't even know why Kentucky gets all this special treatment. Well, they're just trying to support their uh, their business. Whatever. Who even needs it? It's just like uh, Atlanta and the Coke. Coke? Isn't Atlanta where they won't sell any Pepsi products? I had no idea. Coke kind of controls that area. Stu Herder first in the hideout. If you're too lazy to pick up the morning paper for tomorrow's news, uh, don't worry about it. We did the dirty work for you. Heard it first. All right, I'm wondering if the lead story on Local 6 is the fact that I'm going to have to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> Joining us from uh, Local 6... News at 11 coming up. It's heard it first. Though some of these, these will be some of the big stories going down in exactly 30 minutes. Here's Jackie London. Good evening, hey, Miss Jackie. Miss London, how are you? I'm doing great. Maybe we should talk about the little colon issues that you're having. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hey, it's you get uh, that checked out. I, uh, I uh, it's uh, it's been heartbreaking, and I had no idea what's going on, and I'm really scared. And uh, maybe nice little TV coverage from Local 6 will help me get through it. Bleeding is not good, but i got to tell you, you guys have forever ruined the My Boo song for me. I love that song, <laughs> Nelly Kelly Rowling. So now, now you're thinking of My Poo? Be... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's never going to be the same for me, but what, get it checked out. What's coming up uh, at 11 on Local 6, Jackie? Besides your colon problems, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about, you know, these brush fires. They've been yes. Every single day, practically. 
And this morning it caused huge problems in Brevard County. They even had to shut down part of I-95. That mm-hmm. affects a lot of people who, who drive in to the city and who rely on the traffic in Brevard County. So we're going to focus on that for you. And Tom Soros, you know who he is. Of Captain course. Sunshine. Absolutely. Yeah, he's going to tell us if we're going to get the rain that we need and if the winds are going to calm down and you know, how people are going to be able to drive in tomorrow if it's going to affect them. So that's been huge all day long. Yeah, that is a big one. We actually started the show with that a little bit, and we were looking for an update, so that's good to be able to get that up coming up at 11 on Local 6. All right, uh, what's this that we saw? Uh, Chunks is telling me a little bit about this scream mask murderer. Yeah, the, uh, okay, as it is, the movie freaked me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And even Halloween, when little kids come in the mask, mm-hmm. it's a little scary. But there is a guy who actually killed a woman wearing one of these scream masks and he did it in broad daylight it was early evening the sun hadn't gone down yet and it was a woman who worked at a church daycare oh, and wow. he attacked her with a stun gun and then he shot her over and over again and what's even crazier is what they found in his house this is a 19 year old a 19 year old kid who committed this murder and people in the neighborhood saw it and police were able to catch up with him so they have him in custody and so tonight you're going to find out a little bit more about what police are looking into and why they think he may have done it. But just crazy committing that in a screen mask. Uh, yeah, although you got to think if he'd done it in a Freddy mask or in a uh, in a Fre- uh, uh, Jason mask, it would have been just as creepy. But you're right, the scream thing. And now you got me hooked, damn it. I want to find out what was in his house. <laughs> um, what was in his I mean, I was like, what? A 19-year-old? Yes, you got to tune in at 11. All right, I love the six. Yeah, Tommy. Hey, Jackie, I don't want to scare you, but if you've seen the Scream movies, you know, every time you think you catch the killer, it's really just somebody else waiting behind you in your closet. And, and wasn't wasn't the reporter yeah. one of the main people in the movie? That's yep. right. Uh-oh. Hey, w- watch, you, watch your Achilles when you get in your car tonight. <laughs> Come on! Thanks a lot, guys. I'm going to feel real comfortable going home tonight. <laughs> what about the fake dentist? Uh, having gone through, I hope my doctor wasn't fake. At least I hope my colonoscopy doctor isn't fake. That'd be awful. Uh, what about this fa- this fake dentist, Jackie? Yeah, well, because did you hear about that last week, too? There was a guy going door-to-door. Yeah, checking. Committing uh, breast exams. Mm-hmm. You heard about that, too, right? Yeah. In a scream mask. <laughs> right, right. That would have made it perfect. Yeah, but this Hello, Jackie. Yeah, don't do that. That scares me when you say it like that. <laughs> there are certain situations where, you know, red flags should go up. Mm-hmm. And you'd think a dentist working out of a shed would raise some eyebrows, but at least one person has come forward <laughs> what saying... What Yeah, he was getting tooth extractions and fillings inside a man's shed. This 62-year-old guy performing <laughs> dental work inside his shed. He didn't have a license, obviously. Anyway, tonight at 11, you're going to find out how they caught him. All right. Crazy. That is awesome. This is a, it sounds like a very, very good newscast coming up. Local 6, uh, news at 11. You're going to hear and see all of this coming up and, uh, at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock with Miss uh, Jackie London. Hey, who's hey, the- and how was the, uh, how was the Monsters Party last Friday? I hate that I missed that. Uh, the anniversary show was great. It was Un- amazing. Unfortunately, we had a little baggage that went with it from, with Dubs' cousin who was down, mm-hmm. uh, causing a ruckus. But uh, as usual, the Monsters put on a great, great show, so that was and awesome. I heard SBK ripped it. Oh, yeah, he rocked. Uh, he always, let me ask, well, I don't want to ask you now, you gotta go to work. Um, 
Uh, we'll talk later. We got a good relationship. It's too early in the uh, in the relationship with Local Six to start talking <laughs> yeah. about the Soul Brother. You're afraid to go there. You're afraid to go there, aren't you? That's alright. Yeah, we'll do it later. I would do it now. I don't know about that new cameraman they hired. I don't know. He might be the new Scream Killer. <laughs> all right. We'll uh, we'll take Hello, a break. Jackie. Come back. Jackie London coming up. Local do you like Six. Scary TV shows. News at eleven. <laughs> we'll talk to you all. Uh, we'll see you at eleven, Jackie. Thank you, sweetie. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me on the hideout. Oh, you betcha. Bye, bye. <laughs> She's awesome. Definitely. Um, I hope she's not listening, but SPK came up to me today, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, you know, we're going to have Jackie London on tonight, and he runs into the office and puts a chair, like, right up against me, and goes, what she say? she say anything about me? What's going, what are you guys going to talk about? I pulled that little clip where she said, and leave it for them to, for tomorrow for the Burke Show, where she said, where she said SBK ripped it up. And then, <laughs> and then you could just play that over and over and over and make them wonder what the actual context it was. Soul brother, that's for you. <laughs> hey, let's give away some prizes. How about we do the Hideout Headlines game show? Maybe even some of this stuff you'll also uh, see the complete story coming up on Local 6 News at 11 with Jackie London. Uh, we got great prizes, too. We haven't given away stuff in a while, so I think we got a good little... Uh, we got a good backup going. Um, here we uh, go. A lot of choices for you. Let's see what we got for our friends. Uh, you want to start calling in now. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. We got some passes for you and your friends to go to the Uno Cinco de Mayo Street Party with Soul Brother Kevin, speaking of, presented by Motion Entertainment. Also, we got some DVDs to give out to you. Oh! A pair of tickets for the Predators and the Austin Wranglers at the TD Warner House coming up uh, Friday, May 12th. Tickets for uh, Craig Ferguson. Her, uh, you just heard Heard It First. We'll do Hideout Headlines Game Show next on Real Radio 104.1. With- All right, it's time for the Hideout Headlines Game Show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Our friends at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Designer sofas normally $8.99, Cerner's Lowe's $2.99, 50 to 70% off every day at the Wholesale Furniture Market. Stay Road 436 in Castleberry next to the Sam's Club. Give them a call, 407-332-1314. Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big. Now here's your host, Chuck. Kick it off with Smack Daddy in Orlando. Which category you want to roll with, Smack Daddy? World, national, local, sports, entertainment, or strange? Let's stick with the local. Here's local news. All right, locals, multiple choice. Two men in Tampa will plead guilty to federal charges stating that they were part of what? A, a conspiracy to create a September 11th type attack. B, an illegal cow trading underground. C, running a brothel. Or D, making fake documents suggesting innocent people being involved in terrorist activities. Running a fake brothel. There you go. What's this whole... Congratulations, Smack Daddy. What was that? Um... Two two men in Florida are pleading guilty to running a uh, a sex ring, I guess, to mostly farmers in this farm community out there in Tampa, where they use mostly immigrants. And uh, as a result, 43 people were picked up on immigration charges, all were have been believed to be prostitutes. So I guess they go to these farms and prostitute prostitute these uh, immigrants out, mm-hmm. and they pled guilty to that. Uh, let's go over to Mr. Mom. You're next up. Which category you want to roll with, Mr. Mom? World, national, sports, entertainment, or strange? Uh, let me get some sports. I right, hear sports. Sports is fill in the blank. This former NBA star that played for the 76ers as well as the Phoenix Suns 
admitted that he has a gambling problem and it has cost him about ten million dollars. Uh, I got no clue. Barkley? Yep. Wow. Charles Barkley. I think that's more of a problem at ten million. Yeah. Well, he says to, he says he admits he has a problem, but he's allowed to have it because he can afford it. I, so, I can't disagree with that. I got to tell you, I love Charles Barkley. He's one of my favorites. Yep. He's game? ignorant when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks, but then that's almost lovable, too. What do you mean, ignorant when it comes to Dallas Mavericks? He has this thing against the Mavs. <laughs> he doesn't respect them. Who does? You better, bitch. <laughs> Only team to sweep. Yeah, I found that probably about three or four pages into the news. Yeah, that's the other thing about it, too. Just nowhere to be found. John and Del Tony, you're next up. Let's see, you want World National Entertainment or Strange? World. Oh, here you go, John. All right, world is uh, true or false. Hundreds of thousands of people are injured and reported missing after a magnitude 7.9 earthquake spurred a sizable tsunami near the small island of Tonga in the South Pacific. Is that true or false? True. No, it's false. Um, it uh, only spurred a small tsunami about two feet in diameter, and as of yet, there has been no injured people or uh, any deaths. It was a, a large earthquake, but it wasn't long, so it was only about one or two seconds. So, I mean, it just it didn't it didn't last that long at all. Thad, Sounds like Matt's first time. Thad, you're next <laughs> up in the hideout on Royal Radio. Thad, uh, category, national entertainment or strange? Let's go with uh, entertainment. Here we go. Right, entertainment is fill in the blank. Denise Richards is angry at which former friend of hers, who was also my pick last year for the oldie but goodie category in the hideout fantasy uh, draft, Markley. stated that she feels betrayed. Heather. Hmm. Is that Miss Locklear? That absolutely is. <laughs> Hold on, Pat. She's <laughs> giving away prizes at this point. I want him to win for some reason. There is something about Thad. <laughs> CP and Apopka, your next up Hideout Headlines game show. Here we go, CP. You want national or strange news? Uh, I'll take national, dude. All right, here we go. National's fill in the blank. This convicted terrorist, the only person in the U.S. charged for the September 11th attacks, was handed down a sentence of life in prison today. Uh, it's hard to pronounce. I no. think it's uh, Zachari- <laughs> Zacharias. Zacharias Musawi. That's why I picked it. That was kind of just a little fun thing for me. <laughs> Right. I've been waiting all day for that. Hold on, CP. You're a winner, my friend, to collect your prize. Yeah. So sad. <laughs> that, that's your uh, main goal of the whole night. Yeah. Waiting for that. By the way, it is. I think it's a good thing that we did not kill Zakawi mm-hmm. because then you just end up helping with the whole martyr thing. Yeah. yeah. Let's wrap it up with our friend Jack Napier. Jack, you are left with strange news. Sounds good. Strange is multiple choice. A man from Hong Kong was surprised after he found out what during a trip to Italy. A, he was forbidden to leave after he ate an apple. B, he paid $1,200 for a beer. C, he was detained at the airport after a child was found in his luggage. Or D, he had an ear removed in his sleep. Um, I'll go with C. No, I'm sorry. It's It's actually B. He paid $1,200 for a beer. He went in to get a beer and couldn't really... Speak that well to the bartender, and the guy kept insisting that it was twelve, the equivalent of twelve hundred dollars over there. And the guy <laughs> said, "No, no, no, I'm not going to pay it." Bartender charges him anyway, and the guy paid it because he was scared of the bartender. <laughs> what? So he didn't know what to do. Poor little Asian dude. What a dick wow. move. Yeah. Let's take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 
Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the hideout. This guy should have uh, used his hollow bones and flew away. Should have lit himself on fire. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this show up next. Nice, neat little bow next in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Dubs, there's so much we didn't get to tonight on yeah. Wednesday night in the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. You know, sometimes I come in here, I'm like, I wonder if uh, if we have enough. And then I look through at the end of the night, and we always have way too much. Way too much on the plate. Here's one thing I definitely wanted to mention. Yeah. She's a man-eater? Bush sang Star Spangled Banner in Spanish during the 2000 campaign. So in 2000, when he was campaigning for the uh, the Latin vote, he sang the Star Spangled Banner in Spanish, and then later on went back uh, when all this whole big uh, immigration big, thing immigration thing came out and said it should only be sung in English. According to the book American Dynasty, when visiting cities like Chicago, Milwaukee, or Philadelphia in pivotal states. George W. Bush would drop in at Hispanic festivals and parties, sometimes joining in singing the Star Spangled Banner in Spanish, sometimes partying with a Viva Bush mariachi <laughs> band flown in from Texas. Wow. And then last week, I think we have that audio, at the height of the uh, illegal immigrant boycott. I think it's a Monday CD. Bush told reporters, I think the national anthem should be sung in English. Again, going to this guy's credibility. Just a hypocrite. Just just a complete hypocrite opportunist. Because I think the national anthem ought to be sung in English. And I think people who want to be a citizen is... Hold on. <laughs> Listen to him first, uh, the first, like, three or four words. It's completely not even proper English. Because I think the national anthem ought to be sung in English. And I think people who want to be a citizen of this country ought to learn English. I agree, again, Mr. President. A, again, a hypocrisy. I, I agree. You last 32% who are left that somehow think this guy isn't the worst president in the history of the United States. I'm reading this article right now in the Rolling Stone. We should all pick it up and read it. And it compares him to the previous just mm-hmm. awful presidents. Because I think the national anthem ought to be sung in English. And I think people who want to be a citizen of this country ought to learn English. And, man, oh, man, is he ranking right up there. Here's the thing, though, too, uh, about the Rolling Stone article. It's not really, it's not like a leftist attitude of just bashing him. It's all kinds of, like, uh, political powerhouses, and they use logical facts and the methods of how they made him, like, the worst president. So, I mean, it's 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 got a lot of good uh, I mean, it stacks him up against just some of the stuff that's, you know, happened before. And it's not like they're picking on Republicans, because they're not. They're looking at history mm-hmm. and where this guy is ranking and how he's making the same mistakes that the people who universally think pre- who have been previous poor presidents... And how he's making the same mistakes that those others did and has the same exact qualities. Yet there are 32% of you out there who still, whatever, it's the bias. It's the bias of the liberal media. Dumbasses. What, what magazine is that in? Rolling Stone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I believe them. <laughs> 
That's basically NPR with pages. I only believe Ben Fong Torres. Hmm? But the uh, the article was made by Republicans and Democrats, both of them. That don't mean anything. Rolling Stone is a notoriously... Rolling Stone. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's the only argument I ever get out of him. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, uh-huh. Don't to trust that. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, boy. Alrighty. I'd love to have these people on. Yeah? The Rolling Stone people. Get a hold of our friend. hard booking. Get a hold of our friend Black Earl, who produces Ron and Fez, who maybe has a contact. Like when you write brilliance like that, once you want people to go buy the magazine, and it's a little unfair to put the dunce cap hat on him on the cover. Do you even know Pearl Jam had a new album? Yeah, you didn't hear about that. I've no. seen the commercials for it. I have no idea. I have it already. And I'm sure you bought it. I didn't buy it. Uh, I found it on the internet by accident. You just stumbled on it. Yeah. Hey, while well, you got that Rolling Stone, who's the number one album? Uh, has in the very last page, the Billboard shot mm-hmm. last week. Kelly Clarkson. Rascal Flats. Who? Who? Me and my gang. Number two is now twenty-one. Christ. No wonder thirty-two percent of you think that Bush is a good president. All right. We'll see you. Wake up with the monsters in the morning, Shannonburg, middays, folks, five in the afternoon, hideout back at seven. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Don't be ashamed to entertain, listen to the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Yeah, be somebody, always talk good, and God bless King Dude. <laughs> Question everything. <laughs> and stay right. classy. Road Radio Rewind next. We out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. Shock jock. <laughs> Beat it. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.